All right, this episode of No Quarters, it's Buttholes and Dark Souls, it's Cuphead and Costume Quest, and a whole bunch of quick takes. Welcome to No Quarters, episode 93. Hey, it's a motherfucking video game podcast. You are right, and we're back. Yes. And I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And yeah, we're still back. It, we, took a, <laughs> we took some time off. An extended vacation, if you will. Life kind of has a way of being a dick. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. We had hurricanes. Hurricanes. We had Chuck's movie thing. <laughs> yeah, All we, these yes. disasters happened. Right. 31 like, and 31. Yeah. All combined and... Does it, yeah, thirty-one and thirty-one disaster. was a disaster. Yeah, it really was. If you looked at the comments, it was a disaster. Yes. Mackie and I both got sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and Not honestly, even good like video for the first sick. month of it, we didn't have any games. No, we were just like, I haven't played anything new, and now all of a sudden, like the past week, we're like, I played fifty games. <laughs> yeah, so strap in, friends, or five if you're me. <laughs> I don't know. We had a long document. We're like, all right, cut that, cut that, cut that. So yeah, we had to make cuts. That's how many games we played. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. we're going to start off with one that literally came out the day we're recording this. It did. Yes. Yes. People in this room may have taken work vacation days just to cram this in <laughs> for may no have. quarters. Yes. For you, the listener. The correct. And that would be South Park, the fractured butthole. <laughs> yeah. This side of the table took a vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Played some South Park. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Yep. I really, whole. I feel bad like it took me forever to realize what that title meant because I never heard it said out loud for a very long time. Yeah, if you're just looking at it, you're like, yeah, well, okay, okay whatever. Yeah. yeah, and then once it's said out loud, you're like, oh. I get it. Oh, I get oh, it. Oh, you guys. <laughs> They're jokesters. Yeah. Out the Cheetos. <laughs> so, uh, sequel to the last one, kind of. Uh, not made by Obsidian, though. No. It's a different team. Ubisoft San Francisco. Okay. Ubisoft. So, have they made anything else that I would know? Driver San Francisco? Oh, so- <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I think. I'm pretty sure that was them. You man. just wanted to say San Francisco, right? I like saying San Francisco. Okay. Man. So, how is it? Uh, did you like the first South Park game? I did quite a bit, actually. Well, uh, first RPG. There's been billions of South Park games. Well, okay. Yes. Did st- you like the Stick of Truth? Th- there you go. Yes. Okay. It's, it's that. Mm-hmm. But... With a, it's with most, newer South Park references now. Well, it's mostly that with references to things that have happened on the show after the Stick of Truth, yep. uh, with the superhero skin on it instead of a Lord of the Rings type skin on it, mm-hmm. and they've advanced the RPG part of it, like RPGs end up doing, where it's not it's it's moved from just standing in place and turn based combat to mm-hmm. grid based. Yeah, XCOM, oh. Banner Saga, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. so it's okay. doing the thing all those the games did. The gold box style. Yeah, so it you fight on a grid. You got to place yourself around strategically to figure out where you're going to do the damage and okay. everything. So. so the fights are a lot more involved than just the using, fights can, using Butter's superpower and killing everything. Yeah, the fights can take a while, yeah. um, depend, especially depending on what difficulty level you're playing on. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, other than that, it's really just the stick of truth, but more. 
if that's your thing. Yeah, I mean, if you liked that first game, here is a lot more of it with a whole new story and different jokes, which for me, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, the one the one thing, all right, out of everything that's happened so far in the game, and I've played, what, maybe five hours at that's, most? That's about as far as I am. Um, I can't figure out, are you supposed to be the same kid that showed up in the first game? You are. Okay, well then, I mean, it's... It's so kind of they weird. should know the kid by now. Well, that and also, like, I played on the same platform, and you'd think there'd be some sort of just import my character kind of thing. Yeah, but there was no stats or anything. It doesn't matter. I, I know, but I mean, it's just... I didn't realize that in going in. It was just like, hey, make a character, and... Yeah. It was like... Because, I mean, like, the game begins, and it's still... It's the I, end of well, the Well, yeah, sort of. the basic premise is that the, the, like, the pre-credit sequence is basically Cartman going back in time, quote-unquote... He's not really, but he just he shows up while they're all playing Lord of the Rings game. And he's like, uh, we got to go into the future and play this other game because someone stole my cat. OK. And a cat. Yeah. And then it's just like we have to play, you know, Coon and Friends now. So everyone's like, oh, and then they just all drop their gear and then it's superhero game. So, OK, but yeah, you, you're the you're the king who from the end of the first game. And then because everything gets reset, everyone acts like they don't know you. So you're just new kid again. Okay. All right. Yeah. So did that episode that they had have anything to do with the game whatsoever? Uh, yes, yes, actually. actually yeah, because very much so. the footage that was used in the uh, the E3 stuff that they used then in that episode mm -hmm. is not in the game. Okay. The game picks up after that conversation happens, like after the, the two teams. Yeah. yeah. Well, say, like, fuck off. well, they've got the board of like their plan for the franchise mm -hmm. and all the things yep. that they had X'd out in the episode are X'd out still. Yeah. And that they're already in the middle of their civil war phase. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it, it the, the episode literally is the prequel to this show mm -hmm. okay. or this uh, this game. So, yep. yeah. But I mean, you know, it's got jokes and so far they're pretty good. <laughs> Hooray, jokes. But, you know, it, it's it's a lot of the same type things that you did in the first one. You open a lot of drawers and, yeah, I mean, it's 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 not that different, but I don't have a problem with it yet because there's only been one of them. Yeah. And that was three years ago, so. Well, and they changed the gameplay, so at least there's yeah. that. So yeah. it's not just like, all right, here's this with a new skin and some different writers. I, I can see. is the humor there, I guess, is the other question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think the writers are still just bat and tray. Yeah. I don't think there's like. I don't think they let the game people like go crazy with writing. No, I think it's just like, okay. hey, you do Cody things. We'll, <laughs> but we'll, it's we'll weird. You can notice here. when like a developer has stepped in to do a voice of some no. ancillary character because you're like, whoa, that is not a South Park voice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Um, but yeah, I mean the 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 writing is there. Yeah, you know, I haven't gotten any, th haven't gotten anything on the level of dodging your parents balls yeah, <laughs> during a sex one, scene yeah. yet but oh i think it's coming it, yes i you're probably I, right i, I mean yeah. no, I, I mean yeah. i think that like if they don't do something to outdo themselves they yeah. wouldn't feel like they did anything mm -hmm. yeah you know but i mean it has a lot of that and i guess this was in the first game too it has a lot of that lego stuff of you can see stuff in the world that you know you're going to interact with at some point you just can't figure out how to do it yet yeah so Did there's you call it lego stuff the Lego games have a lot of that. Like, if you don't have a specific power, yeah, you can't. it's like that wall's glistening. You can't do yeah, anything with I mean, it. It's kind so, of the Metroid. I, thing. Yeah, I was going to say Metroidvania, but yeah, yes. but I'm just for modern reference. All right, when was the last actual Metroid game? Uh, 3DS came out like a few weeks ago. Nah. Oh snap! Well, 
It was a remake of a game from 1989, though. Oh, so, yeah. you know, well, you could also say, when did the last Lego game game? Oh, the one just came out. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> was there a movie that came out yeah. recently? Oh, another one. Yes, there's, <laughs> a, there's a Lego <laughs> game. Another Lego game just came out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's a, there's a lot of that interactive stuff that you know, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to come back in five hours and be able to mm-hmm. shoot that pinwheel and off is the, the for is the grid-based battling fun? I do like it. I can see it maybe getting a tad too complicated by the end of the game depending on how many powers you end up getting Mm -hmm. it's 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 almost there at the start of the game like when it starts you're like oh man i don't know i really kind of like the simplicity of the of the first game Mm -hmm. um i understand you know that that's how these games go you just and they might be doing it as a joke too because that's what all rpgs did was advanced to this kind of grid-based tactical combat stuff yeah. but i don't know there's a lot of information on the screen and a lot of timing well, like, but there it, are some things it doesn't tell you like there are timing based things that you can do when you're getting hit mm-hmm. or when you're it tells you i mean i don't think the very first time it comes up but yeah. like second battle it's like hey you know there's a dodge thing you can do that'll mm-hmm. yeah. build your own momentum or whatever they call it yeah but there's like a bunch of meters and yeah but i mean there, there's there's also added layer of strategy to it because like you'll do a power that like fans out in front of you. And so like, you'll wait until, you know, it, you'll get people in the grid just right. And yeah. be like, all right, now I can hit all four of these people. Yeah. Cause like your basic powers have like a, a range of one square in front of you, but then you have longer attacks that will shoot like the entire grid length. So if you've got two or three enemies in, in, in a row, you can hit them all mm-hmm. or in a, you know, diamond shaped pattern or stuff mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, it could get pretty complicated by the end of the game. I could see happening. So, but I mean, the things that I liked about the first, there, there's more. I mean, like, you're, you really just kind of had summons the first time, you know, like, call in yeah. somebody. But this one, like, you have ultimate powers when that momentum builds, and each mm-hmm. each character has one that's different. Yeah. Um, but you still have, like, call in summon type things, too. Is so. there one as good as Jimmy's in the first game? Uh, Jimmy's in this one is pretty good, it's but pretty I think good. so far, I think my favorite is uh, Craig's. Yes. Super Craig's is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Craig in general is just one of my favorite characters. Yeah. So. Yeah. And Super Craig just being Craig. Pretty much. He just stuck an also. S on his. On, <laughs> yeah. on his like, and says super before yeah. his name every time. <laughs> and I really. Yes. And I really. Well, yep. his blase voice. Just like yeah. super Craig. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah, it's 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 another South Park stick of truth game. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. So. Yeah, and were the copies of the original game uh, of Stick of Truth was that just for pre-orders or is that everybody that buys it? I think that was just a pre-order bonus. It's okay. in the it was in the case, so it was a code in the box. Okay. Oh, you oh you did physical copy. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. Oh, cool. It might be like the first run, the day yeah. one edition, but yeah. it also could be they never run out of the day one edition, mm-hmm. like yeah. certain games did. So yeah. I will I will say, unlike the first one, this one has a season pass. Yeah. Hmm. But I haven't seen any hooks for it yet. I don't know if it's going to be like additional story content it after. Is, is yeah, it? Okay. They, they've laid out what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's going to be two big story mission ones. Um, and then like some cosmetic slash uh, helper characters okay. type things. And the tally thing that's in there that you got from pre-order is actually part of the season pass. If okay. you don't get, if you didn't pre-order. Okay. Tally basically just. So that's the way you do pre-orders. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, Tally basically just comes up in like, you know, in a little puff of smoke and it's like, hey, you know, you can do this here. Yeah. yeah. He's <laughs> literally just a, a tip. Yeah. thing just no. to pop up and tell you hey you should check the fridge there's always good stuff to steal in the fridge <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> I mean that's literally it mm-hmm. and he usually says it like right when you're doing it or you've already done it like 10 times it's like okay thanks Tally go away please <laughs> yeah so 
but yeah, I mean that. Don't let that be your draw to pick up the game. There, there's, man, I this is kind of one of those things like I don't want to spoil anything. There's one thing I will tell, okay, and I don't think it's super spoilery, but every time it happens, it cracks me up. Mm-hmm. Is that the very first time it happens, especially it was it was really good, but they're all having this. They're having this epic battle in the street, and it's actually like, um, oh, okay, it, it carries on from the last game, so. It's like you're battling this dragon, which is basically just a red rider wagon with two kids on it and, and yeah, really stupid cardboard, cardboard you know, stuff around it. Yeah. And it's just like they roll this out. It's like the behemoth dragon or something like that. And you're just about to cast your spell and they all go, car. <laughs> they all go off the road. The car goes by. Usually it's like, get off the road, you damn kids. And they, all right, back up. All the battle stuff leaves the screen. The kids just, the music stops. The kids just go and get on the sidewalk and stand there and wait. And the car comes through, you damn kids. And then, you know, the battle continues. It it happens several times. Yeah. And it's funny. Pretty good. And it, it just it it happens with just enough regularity that it's mm-hmm. still funny. Yeah, you're selling me on this game. Yeah. It's a good game. So far. I'm mm-hmm. five, six hours into it. It's it's worth it. Yep. So. Sweet. Yeah. And there's a lot more inappropriate jokes of Uh huh. Wait, won't won't tell or spoil or whatever. Nope. All right. So So it sounds like South Park. It's South Park. It's yeah. unhinged, unfiltered South Park. Well the, and well the, your origin story for your superhero <laughs> power basically references the first game. So, yeah. like your traumatic experience that caused it, <laughs> you can probably figure, figure out what that yeah. is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, then. <clears throat> so. It's good. Next up. Speaking of cartoons. Yeah. Speaking of cartoons. Cuphead. Uh-huh. Harlow and I have played Cuphead. Man, oh, it is, that's the game that people have been looking forward to for like 600 years. Oh, yeah. Well, both well, these games. Yeah. Both of these have been delayed for quite a while. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I played Harlow's copy of Cuphead or Cuphead, cut copy Cuphead cut, from Mega cu- Man. Cuphead, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Talk about a game that gets like a plus squared for presentation. Yeah, mm-hmm. like presentation of that game, everything about that being a 1930s cartoon is fucking spot on. It's there's stuff in that game. I don't know how they did it. Like, I genuinely don't know how they made this game look like this. Like, I I want to know what engine they did it in. I want to know what kind of filters they built, what post-process, whatever they did. Technically, this game is a fucking marvel. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's amazing. Gameplay, however. <laughs> yes. It's, it's just, it's, it's too goddamn hard. It is... And it's one thing to be like, well, on the NES, games were hard, and we just learned them because we kept playing them. Mm-hmm. The difference being, games on the NES, stuff's going to come out in that same pattern. When you play Contra, every time, this guy's going to come on the top shelf, this guy's going to run at you on the bottom, this guy's going to have sprite. Like, the web, the enemies are always going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Cuphead, it's always randomized. So it's never going to be just memorizing the pattern. It is actually being able to react fast enough to play that game. And that kind of made me feel like an old man. <laughs> Might I suggest that you get good? I did, actually. I oh, well, I got further than Harlow did, <laughs> according to the, our saves. Hmm. Um, but man, it is just, it's... There's a difference between this and, like, Super Meat Boy, which play similarly in that it's kind of like, all right, here you go. It's going to be hard as fuck. Deal with it. With Super Meat Boy, it never feels completely unfair. 
Whereas Cuphead, it feels like the randomness of it will put you in situations where you cannot win hmm. because of how the the uh, levels play out. And that's and it's just it's it eventually becomes this process of frustration because you're like, God, I just want to see like more of this cool looking stuff. And you can't because it is. It, it is it. OK, rewind a little bit. Mm hmm. The way the game plays out is it's an overworld map and you are Cuphead and Mugman who have bet their souls uh, playing dice at the casino and lost. Sure. So now they have to collect contracts on everyone else to bring them to the devil. And that's what brings in the boss fights where you've got, uh, you know, Super Mario World, Super Mario 3 style overworld where you're walking around and then you come to a thing and that's your level. And it's got that awesome, you know, watercolor with ink on it look to it, mm -hmm. you know, that old. Disney cartoon like the backgrounds did, but you can tell the stuff that you're supposed to be interacting with because it's kind of wiggling a little bit and you'll go up to this garden and then you have to fight this battle with potatoes, like a potato boss that turns into an onion boss that turns into something else. And it's like, it's a single screen boss battle, but they kind of, some of them play almost like bullet hell shooter things where it's like there are projectiles everywhere and you've got like this, you've got the tiniest window to dodge all of it without getting hit and still shoot. And Oh, like a shmup kind of, <laughs> kind of. Yes. You call him. I just wanted to say shmup. Shmup, shmup <laughs> is a fun term, <laughs> but I mean, Harlow, you haven't said much about it. Yeah. I've um, been kind of ranting and raving no, no, that's here, fine. but I was just seeing where you were going with it. That's all. Yeah. I just, I, I think my problem mainly besides the difficulty is it's tough to tell how well you're doing. Because the feedback is basically the boss that you're shooting flashes when you're hitting him. But you don't know that, oh, well, I hit him enough times for this to happen until it just happens. And then it goes to the next phase of the boss fight. So it's just kind of a matter of holding the, you know, holding the shoot button and dodging stuff. And then hoping that you've been holding the shoot button long enough for everything to progress the game. Whereas most games, you know, I guess we've gotten used to you get some kind of feedback yeah, like when you're doing bar, something yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah but it doesn't have any of that. And on your HP is a tiny little box in the corner that just says HP three, HP two, HP one, and then you're dead. So it's kind of, it's difficult to, to gauge how you're doing a lot of the time. Yeah. And it also, I mean, if you, if you care about useless score, if you lose any HP, you've basically like guaranteed you're going to get a lower score on whatever thing. Yeah. I don't know what the point of getting an A plus on every boss battle is other than like, I got an A plus on every boss battle in Cuphead. I'm awesome. Look at me. I don't know if that clicks an achievement. I or... believe that it does, and it also unlocks expert mode once you beat the game. Sure, why not? Which if you really want to kick yourself yeah, in the dick. Which, if you need a harder version of <laughs> a game that's already balls hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've gone back and forth on Cuphead a lot. Like, when it first came out, I was like, all right, I get this. This is really pretty. And then it was like, fuck, this is hard. I don't think I like this. And then it just finally kind of clicked for me. Mm -hmm. um, I think it helped to getting a, you know... Because you mentioned it's it's mostly boss battles. There are some standard platforming levels where you, yes. the basic goal is to go and get, I think, five coins on each one. Because mm -hmm. um, the coins allow you to buy the upgrades because there's yeah. a shop where it's got you can get a a spread shot type thing. You can get more health, but it means you have less firepower. Mm -hmm. um, the one you told me to get, which made a huge difference. Like I, I straight up restarted the game because I had bought the health and I didn't buy this. And it's a shot that seeks out your enemies, mm -hmm. but it doesn't do nearly as much damage. And 
it kind of picks what it's going to go for. Mm-hmm. So you could have an enemy right next to you, and it's going to be like, no, nah, you need to shoot that thing up there. So <laughs> yeah. it's not always I reliable. I mean, you can kind of direct it just yeah, by pointing yeah. towards it, but yeah. But that made a huge difference mm-hmm. as far as some of those levels, but you want those coins so that you can buy more upgrades. Yep. And yeah, but almost every upgrade comes with a, oh, well, you get this, but it does this bad. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's not really any straight, just like, hey, here's an awesome upgrade, you know. Maybe one or two. Like, I, I got one where when you do the dash move, you actually, yes. like, disappear briefly. That is incredibly important when you're fighting the blue bouncing blueberry thing. Right. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is, it's... Yep. I, I, mean, I, know, I know which one you mean. Yeah, one. there is a sense of accomplishment from beating them. And when you go to a boss, it basically says, do you want simple mode or regular mode? You can beat them in simple, which usually takes out, like, part of yeah, their part attack. Of their, yeah, their or even an entire... Evolution or whatever Yeah, you an entire it. phase. So, like, they never get to their final form? Yes. Okay. Basically, yeah. But it also, in later ones, like, there's one where it randomizes uh, five different enemies at the start, mm-hmm. and you get, a, you get a wave of one each. You get three of them that come out, but they all have, like, different... Like, one is a big, giant gobstopper that's chomping like Pac-Man, mm-hmm. and he's got a little guy following him. But if you do simple mode, it's just the gobstopper. Oh. And that, and the ending is different somewhat to that version of it. But mm-hmm. if you beat the simple one, it goes, okay, you unlocked it. You can go to, uh, you, you can get past this to the next section of the map, but you can't advance to the next world. Cause when you go to the world, you, the guy, the dice man, who's a guy with dice on his head <laughs> or, or dice he, as yeah, his he's head. not going, Oh yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> but, uh, he, you know, he basically says you got to have all those soul contracts or you can't come through. You got to pay the troll toll. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So you can beat them and you can explore that section of the map if you beat it on simple, which still isn't the easiest thing in the world. Because like the second the second world, I've beaten two of them on simple, but I can't beat any of them on expert or not or on regular yet. So it's it's tough. Yeah. It, like it's really hard, and it it sucks to be brick walled like that, which is what that game does continually. And there's you want to see the content. Yeah, because like the it has awesome like big band style music for everything. Mm-hmm. And like some of the stuff has barbershop quartet stuff singing like the the opening theme is about how they sold their souls and you know the devil's going to take their heads and just all this you know, like it's just presentation wise it's freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I mean and you uh, want all that. You want to see more of that and you just can't I, I haven't hit the like oh fuck it I can't do this anymore phase of it yet. Um, it may come. I I don't know. I I guess. I guess ultimately I I have to ask psychologically what is wrong with these people that are making absolutely gorgeous games being like fuck you you want to enjoy what we made <laughs> yeah eat a dick mm-hmm. because let's see uh I mean Banner Saga is hard, hard as fuck it's gorgeous. Um, Ori in the Blind Forest. Ori in the Blind yeah. Forest. They put it in a simple mode. Mm-hmm. Um, Unravel <laughs> yeah. gets gets real hard real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's like three other ones that are just. And there were sections of Limbo like near the end that were just like, you better have the most precise timing on Earth, or you're not getting through this. Yeah, I, I just don't get these ones. Like, I do they just slave so hard on the game? They're like, you want to enjoy what we did? Fuck you. I. I, I just don't understand it. Like, I don't want to speak for them, but I almost feel like it's people that misunderstood why people like Dark Souls. They said, oh, yeah, hard games are back. Dark Souls kicks you in the dick. And it's like, it does, but that's not, like, the appeal for people like me is not 
that it's hard as fuck. It's that it makes you learn that world. And I think like they've taken kind of the wrong lesson from that possibly. At least that's kind of how it feels to me. Uh, other like never alone. I just can't think of these things that are like gorgeous art pieces of games that are like easy to play or, you know, mm-hmm. fun to play or, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting there with cuphead, but like it starts off super punishingly. And, and I will say this. If you're going to play cuphead, mm-hmm. remap the controls immediately. That's, that's what I've heard from almost everybody. Because shoot and jump are on the face buttons. <laughs> you want to be shooting all the time. I moved the shoot to the trigger. And that made my life a billion times easier. Didn't make the game any easier, but <laughs> at least I could just sit there holding the trigger and always be shooting. And then I, then all I had to focus on was doing my jumps. But when you have, you know, X is shoot, A is jump, B is your uh, super move that mm-hmm. you build up, you know, where it's like, a, you know, your screen detonator type thing. <laughs> you know, any of those shmups would have that. Mm-hmm. And then Y is your dodge move. And having all those on the face buttons is not, it's a recipe for. I haven't remapped them yet. I didn't know you could. So oh, do it. All right. You will make, you'll like the game a lot more if you can just hold the trigger down and not worry about having to shoot. Okay. You know, not, we're not worry about having to, okay, now I'm, now I'm done jumping. I can shoot, huh. but there's also a parry move where that pink things in the mm-hmm. levels, you, you can jump. And then if you do a double jump, when you're near them, it'll basically bonk them. You know, he'll do like a little kick in the air and bonk him. Mm-hmm. And that that gets you points towards your score, but it also builds up your meter to yeah. use your special. Yeah, cause like you got I think it takes five cards to get your full screen blaster or whatever. Yeah. And, 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 you know, one parry gets you one card. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. So. But yeah, presentation wise, like everything about it is just how you would want a game that's supposed to be a 1930s cartoon to be like when it starts up, it's got this anno- announcer voice in the background and it. It goes across the street and it's because wallop is, is your command at the start of the level when you start a boss fight. And hmm. it, it's, I can't say enough about the presentation. Mm-hmm. It, it is an amazing, amazing looking game. I just, I might have to watch Twitch streamers who are actually good at it play it. But I'm I, sure there's already a full my wife, video, like, oh, sure. entire playthrough. I will there. say, Jen loved watching me play the game. Because of the presentation, she's like this, like everything about this looks so awesome. And she's like, and it stresses me the fuck out watching you try to play this because I get because these boss fights have like four or five phases mm-hmm. and I'd get through the first three without getting hit. And she'd be like, oh, this is the one you're going to do it. And then I would just get murdered on the fourth one. And then I'd be like, all right, doing it again and get through the fourth one, you know, with like one health left and then get to the final section and just get wrecked, get walloped, as the game would say. <laughs> just wait a couple months until you'll see like. Cuphead perfect playthrough on YouTube. Yeah. And then just I feel like that's what I'm gonna have to do, but (laughs) I I, it's just it's a shame it it's at that point. Yeah. Because everything about the presentation makes me go, I want to see more of this. And the game's like, nah, get good, asshole. You wanna feel like like a total scrub? Sure. Cuphead all bosses speed run, twenty six minutes, fifty seconds. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, like when you actually do the runs, like you feel like, oh my god. I can't believe I survived all that. And then it'll be like a minute 10. You're like, oh <laughs> yeah. my God. I like, it, it's weird how time like expands in your head while you're playing these levels. Uh-huh. Cause you're like, oh my God, I just did like five minutes of perfection. And then it'll pop up and it's like one minute, 12 seconds. You're like, what? No, that could not have yeah. possibly been that short. I've clearly been here for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> There's also, did you reach the pool in the second one that will tell you how many times you've died in no. the second world? Yeah. 
<laughs> it exists solely to tell you how many times you've died. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I made it into the second world, but I, I didn't look around that much. Yeah. Because I, I went back and I was like, I, I don't know about the having to do regular mode because I unlocked world two having done only simple first. Really? And then I was like, oh, and then I read about the get the other ending and I was like, or get the true ending. And I was like, oh, I have to go back and beat these on regular. Hmm. So. Yeah, I, I, my under, when I went to him, he said, you got to have all the contracts or you can't go. And every time I played it on simple, it said, you don't have the contracts. It basically gives you a, it opens the world, but mm. it made, it made me play through regular. Oh, but yeah, there's some nice plane levels in the second one. There's like a, there's a pyramid one. That's like an Egypt theme. And the background's really cool because it's like that hand painted drawing, but it's rotating in a circle <laughs> because that's one of the ones where you're flying a plane. Mm-hmm. And I think I like the plane levels the best. Well, they feel more like a traditional shmup if we're saying yeah. that. Yeah, and and there's one. Did yeah? So you wouldn't have gotten to the one with the bird that's in the birdhouse. No, I think I only did like okay. the first two bosses in the world, yeah. second world. That one's pretty great because like you're shooting it, shooting it, and then it switches to the second phase, and then it starts going nuts and shaking, and it basically coats the screen in feathers, where it's like almost becomes a literal bullet hell thing, where you are just doing that little precise. You have this amount of space to navigate to mm-hmm. get by it, and yeah. yeah. It's a gorgeous game. I just wish. Yeah, I enjoy so many of those levels. I just wish I could beat them. I wish someone would come out with a game that looks like this and is playable by old fogies like us. Yeah. <laughs> well, keep wishing, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Weird dinosaurs. Yeah. Speaking of old fogey dinosaur things. Mm-hmm. Hey, pinball. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for some pinball. Right. How would you update pinball for the next generation, Chuck? Put it in virtual reality. Oh. Uh, I would make it so that things pop up on the screen all the time. Yeah. If you were doing pinball FX (laughs) three, you'd be on to something. Yeah. What do you mean? Pop up on the screen all the time. (sighs) All right. I think they're going to tell you that things pop up on the screen all the time in pinball (laughs) FX three. Pinball FX three. All right. Basically, it says, hey, you can take the majority of the tables you got in pinball FX two and pinball Pinball FX one way back when. Mm -hmm. And now you can play them on your new new systems where. Everything gives you experience. Hit the bumpers enough times, you're going to level up your bumper oh, thing. That, okay. Hit the skill shot, you're going to level up your skill shot. Combos, yeah. multi-ball, distance travel. It tracks, it's gamified, everything in the game. They've made a meta game out of the statistics I'm sure they got from just playthroughs of the game. Like, how yeah. many times did people hit this ramp? How many times did people do this and then immediately follow it up with this. And Mm -hmm. then they just turn that into here are experience points for doing that. Yeah. So, which I didn't really pay attention to any of that. Well, as soon as you played some pinball. Yeah. And that's the thing is you can play it and those things are going to be popping up in the corner, but you can kind of ignore them. Yeah. Um, There is eventually a, like after you finish your game, it'll say, Oh, you've unlocked this stuff and you can activate these upgrades. That mean, okay, now that I hit the bumpers this many times, I get, 60% 60% more points when I hit the bumpers if yeah. I've activated this. And I've can, done none of that. Yeah, there's six perks that you can turn on two of them at a time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you want a longer ball save, you can adjust that one. I forget how you even activate that one, but, you know, how you level that one up, so to speak. But there's also um, what I like that they've added is there are challenge modes where one is like one ball get a certain score on one ball. Yes. Get a certain score on a five minute timed game, you know, unlimited balls, but you got five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and those then, are all right. I and like then those. as I think a survival mode, 
or something. I'm trying to remember what that last one was. So how long you can keep the ball in play? No, no, because like that would be just the one ball one. Yeah. But yeah, I forget what the third mode is now. It's just because my brain's not working right. But mm-hmm. I mean, I like those. I especially like the one ball one because it, it's a good way to test out tables and especially ones like the new ones, like they have the back to the future one. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of different modes on that table that you start on. And that was kind of a fun way to see, okay, which ones are the best ones to start with? Yep. So yeah, they've gamified all that stuff. At least it gives you a reason to kind of want to play some of these tables you may have played to death already. Yeah. If you, you know? want a new reason to go back and play old tables, mm-hmm. that's maybe a reason. Yeah. But I don't know. It, it just seems like it, I would always get to the end and it would say, you know, you have all these points, unlock these things to modify the game. And I'm like, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. And there is a pure like there's yeah. a, there's a pure mode sco- leaderboard. And then there's a, you know, you've got the upgrades leaderboard. Yeah. Which is good. They've yeah. separated all that out, which is totally fine. But yeah. I just something about it feels wrong. Mm-hmm. And also reaching higher levels on the challenges allows you to unlock like a ball slowdown yeah. mode. And I think there's a time freeze and there's like a rewind, something like that. Mm-hmm. So that stuff is in there too, if you really wanted to use it. But again, there's a mode that's just like nothing, none of that. Just let me play pinball. Yeah. But they implemented tournaments better, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Um, they have weekly stuff where it's like, okay, play these four tables. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's what else were they going to do with it besides make new tables? Yeah. So, they came up with something. Yeah. Speaking of new tables. Uh-huh. Uh, they put out the Universal Movie Pack, Oy. which is Back to the Future, <laughs> Jaws, and E.T. Uh-huh. Those hot, hot recent properties. <laughs> yes. Um, All the rides that have been closed <laughs> at Universal Studios. Wow. You, except E.T. How the fuck is E.T. still open? I don't know. Because Out of that all ride the rides, is garbage. Back to, hey, the future, hey. Back to the Future was awesome. Yes. And E.T. is shit. Yes. And Jaws was fun be- only because you had the guide. Yeah. If and if you, you got, got the really right guide. Dramatic guide. <laughs> yeah. If you got a guide on either end of the spectrum where one was like, I don't care about that shark. Or if you had the guy who's like, hey, campers, this is my improv tryout Yo, yeah. thing. Ah! Those are yes, my and. favorites. <laughs> yeah. But Jaws no longer exists. So Yes. Yeah. And yes. And yeah. yes. And yeah. yes. And yes. And <laughs> so Universal Tables. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um. First off, yep, they didn't license the music. Nope, they didn't license the music. <laughs> that means for Jaws. That means they're all trash. You're right. Yes, correct. Among the no. music sucks. <laughs> on it's, oh my god, it's like no, and didn't license the voices. So they have their typical impersonator voices. So a guy trying to do but Doc you- Brown and. I, and Marty McFly. I will say, I believe the guy doing the Marty McFly is the same guy who did the Telltale voice. It's pretty close. That's the best out of everything. Like, but like Doc Brown is terrible, and yeah, then like and, and Quint, Quint is, is fucking garbage. Oh like, Quint is so bad on the Jaws. Like table. if there was not a Jaws logo on that table, I couldn't tell you what the fuck that table was because there's just some young guy pretending to be an old salt fisherman. Yep saying random shit i'm not even sure his lines from the movie if they are they don't sound anything like mm. even the cadence that they were set in yeah and it's like the fuck is this like yeah. what are you guys doing what it's did also you license the, it's also the worst table <laughs> yeah like like lay like, play field wise yeah it's one of those self it's very small play field well and it's just not 
it doesn't seem like anything activates a mode and nothing gives you like, you know, you'll hit something and it'll give you like 3000 points, yeah. 4000 points. But if you hit the shark fin, you get like 2.6 million points. Uh-huh. So it's one of those tables that's focused solely on, oh, doing this one thing is the only way to get any points on it. Yeah. And it, it's, yeah, that one's not good. And ET, it's, it's all right, I guess, but it doesn't have the music nope. again. And they got someone doing fake ET voice. So you know, it, it's it's kind of bad because <laughs> you'll just, ET. well, you'll just, he hit. couldn't even bring ET in <laughs> yeah. to do his own voice lines. <laughs> but it's just, it's like, at what the, horse shit. You'll, you'll hit something and all of a sudden the game's just like, uh, you're like, what? So would you say they phoned it in? So there's a creepy guy jerking off in the closet. Yeah, it's what it sounds like. It's oh, it's so terrible. Uh, but but I like that, that table. Beloved ET quote. But I definitely I, of those, the Back to the Future one is by far the most fun to play. Yes, because it has the most ramps, and it starts out. You can start in 1955 mode, 1985 mode, 2015 mode. Alternate 1985 or 1885. Mm-hmm. So all and alternate 1955. Yeah. From part two. Yeah. So I like that it's got all those. And even though it doesn't change the play field, they change the lighting on them and they'll change the uh, little. I call it the Mick Jagger thing because of that fucking uh, yes. Rolling Stones table, <laughs> you know, the little character that'll go across the middle. Yeah. So in like 1885, they have the whole uh, they have the whole Indian tribe going mm-hmm. across and they have a. Uh, Whichever tannin that was, Mad Dog tannin, yep. in you know going in the other section. So I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of good modes in that one, but in general, that table is yeah. The Back to the Future table is a well designed table that looks very nice, but the voices and the music just uh, it's yeah so bad. It's it's I, a bummer. I didn't purchase these, and I guess I'm probably not going to. I wouldn't. I'd play them on mute. Yeah, honestly, I mean, maybe it's I'll almost wait better. Like the Dollar fifty Steam sale on them. Yeah, I mean, if you can, can you buy them piecemeal, or do you have no, to buy the pack? It's the ten dollars. Okay, pack. then yeah, okay. I would wait. Yeah, because I would say only buy the Back to the Future table because that's the only one that I think you could get any enjoyment out of. I'm gonna be honest. I like them better than the Bethesda tables. Yeah, I didn't like any of the Bethesda tables from that yeah. last pack. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, my experience would have been Ball Effects three. Just going back to the very big base game. Mm-hmm. I I was hoping it was going to look better. It looks almost the same as yeah. Ball Effects 2. That was my feeling, is it looked identical. Yeah, I was just like, I was hoping for slightly improved graphics and slightly better ball physics, mostly, because I, you know, that's the thing I've come to realize I don't like about pinball effects in general is the floaty ball. Yeah, the ball is, feels it too just, light. Like, it doesn't feel like a thing, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah, and they're, I don't know if, I haven't messed with if their tilt is still like, you hit it three times, you're t- you tilted. <laughs> uh, no, it's like pretty much once and you're getting a warning. Yeah. Like, I think you have two, maybe three. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, Pinball Arcade is much better about that because it calms, the table calms down over yeah. time. And you yeah. still have bumps you can use. Yeah. I just, but, yeah. I, I don't know. I I fired it up and I was like, all right, it's kind of the same thing. And I, I didn't care at all about the gamification of it. I just ignored that things that came up. I didn't play some pure mode. I was just fired up a couple yeah. tables and was like, yeah, yep, that's Pinball Effects. Mm-hmm. Slightly improved. Uh, I'll just go back to probably not ever getting fired up again. I, I own all almost all the freaking tables, and I just I, don't like playing. I have all sixty eight of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, and the ones that didn't carry over were ones. Luckily, that 
I didn't really care about anyway. Yeah, not that big of a deal. It was like Ninja Gaiden and and uh, Street South, Fighter Two. Yeah, the South yeah the Park two tables, South Park ones that's didn't. Kind of a bummer, but yeah, I thought that Butters one was all right. I you saw that many tables on it because like I've got them all on Steam and I only I think I maybe had like twenty or thirty tables. I don't have the Bethesda pack and I don't have the Universal pack. I think mm-hmm. I have everything well, else. This was on Xbox, so I'm not oh, sure, yeah. but it, it's sixty eight out of sixty eight is what it told me. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, I just, it seemed like I was missing a shitload of tables. Maybe, I mean, like that Universal pack was announced kind of before mm-hmm. they uh, launched Pinball FX3, although they kind of came out at the same time. So maybe yeah. th- whatever the next tables are be- will be like some sort of better graphically or something like that. I-, I think the next bunch of tables that come out will be the actual judge of if, if they've improved anything at all yeah. with that engine. I'm guessing they've just built a shell around their existing yeah. tech and that's it. Well, and I I don't believe that they're doing any of those tables in, P- in 2. Like no? I, The universal tables were not available for Pinball FX 2. Oh, okay. So I think they're pretty much like, so all right, that's it, they're then. sunsetting that one okay. and moving on. All right, well. So. Oh, well. Yeah. So, speaking of moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Uh, BJ. Yes. Last weekend. Yes. A little game you and I might have played a bit of. Yes. Had their beta. Yes. For their sequel. And that would be Battlefront 2. Yes. Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yes. Battle for the Fronts <laughs> 2. <laughs> Correct. War of the Stars. Affirmative. Multiplayer Roger, Roger. beta. <laughs> five by five. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All all eras now in this game. Um, not, except not for the beta. Just, yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like not except for the... Uh, not just original trilogy. Correct. Uh, well, I mean, the... Yeah, the beta... Yeah, the, it only had prequel... No, it didn't have Battlefront 2015 it. had... There was stuff from Force Awakens in there. There was stuff from, from Force Awakens. No, and, there was from Rogue One. There was a Force Awakens. Well, I technically... The oh, same that's planet. right. That one planet. That's yeah, right. The okay. end of... Jakku. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But definitely no um, prequel shit. And there was... Uh, but there was also... Yeah, there was also the the... Beach Planet. That was the from last. Rogue One. Yeah, that's yeah. from Rogue One. That was from Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, oh, uh, what's her face? Jen is a hero. Yes. 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 No. Game. Yeah, but new one. You know, you got Ray. You got Darth this, Maul. This will be you got all all, all eras. eras. Yeah. Uh, and they start us start us off with um, Theed, which is apparently on Naboo. I had no idea that Theed was a place on Naboo, but it is. <laughs> it was. It's the capital. Yes. Yeah. That's where the you know stuff was yeah but i don't i don't remember them ever saying the word theed and if they did it went right over my heed hmm. um it was he, in the midst of a lot of trade mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah if you had read the trade negotiations you would have known. Yeah. oh okay i was it was an important part of the prequels i had my heed in the sand for that portion if you'd read yeah. the lower thirds on c-span when they were doing the trade <laughs> negotiations yes. right trade crawl yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was um, the, that was theed span <laughs> Thief span, thief span, with yeah. Alan Greenspan. Oh, but um, anyway, we both played it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I didn't play as much as you did. I didn't play that much either. No, though. No. I only played Fight. like. Well, it felt like more. Uh, I don't know. No I played play like it. three hours, maybe. Yeah, to me, it felt like more Battlefront because I just went into a standard like assault mode. That's what I did as well. Yeah, and it was like okay, I I recognize this. I okay, so I guess. It looks great to start yes. off with. Um, you, I guess let's talk about what's different. Mm-hmm. Um, for one, 
they have the bad word du jour, which is loot crates. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're dumb. It's it's just a dumb system. Like to tie actual things that that are part of um, sort of like your leveling up progression-y stuff behind RNGs. It's dumb. Um, I'm not going to speak to the monetization because that is actually, it's changed mm-hmm. from what we thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, EA has put out, a, they haven't really put out a statement, but they've had some some text, some official text, and I really haven't had a chance to read it and see what's what with it. So I'll withhold comment on the whole pay to win thing, but um, putting actual useful stuff behind loot boxes is dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, well, when you say... Like is it like is it like Overwatch? Like you finish a game and you're like, hey, you got some points towards loot boxes. Here you go. Yes, okay. sort of. Um, but the stuff in them is not cosmetic. Yeah, it's Absolutely. not cosmetic. It's actual so it's gear. Just randomized. I, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, as long as you can earn it in game, that's all I care about. Yeah. So, I just I, I hate the fact that it's randomized and you can end up with duplicate crap. Can you? Yeah, so far as I can tell, okay. you can end up with duplicates. See, Overwatch so, doesn't. Well, no, that does do that. Overwatch it gives, you, it gives does, you points, but Overwatch is only cosmetic. Yeah, but no, but it gives you like gold equivalent that you can then buy other loot boxes with. Right, eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I just, I mean, I know loot box is the is the dirty word currently, but hopefully this isn't going to be like the super bad bad version, just the kind of bad version. Um, well, and isn't it that basically everyone gets the season pass now? Because of this, I guess you know, I, I so think they're going to do that new, Overwatch yeah, sort of thing where, where new maps are just you. Get, here's the new maps; they're in the patch, right? And that's a thing that EA slash Dice are doing as a whole because uh, basically over Battlefront 2015 and Battlefield One, uh, they've realized that their user base is just fracturing and mm-hmm. falling apart. Uh, and then, and you see something like Overwatch, which maintains a pretty steady user base after the initial drop off. Yeah. Um, you don't you don't section people off into your into your DLCs for you know for a multiplayer game. Um, so aside from the loot boxes uh, and the season pass thing, one of the things they've changed uh, is the sort of heroes and power ups system like where before you'd have to pick up a token mm-hmm. that was pretty much in the same spot on mm-hmm. every map all the time um, so there's always somebody running for it there's always somebody running for it now you earn battle points towards your power up so you do stuff in game like you play the objective get kills etc um, you earn battle points and then once you die you can trade those battle points in for uh, to play as a super droid or to play as a a Wookie berserker or to play as a hero or mm-hmm. to get a different um yeah I a mean, different ship it's pretty much like the titanfall method is that like, how titanfall yeah works? where like you've earned enough to get a titan yeah so launch me a fucking titan okay but it's not like titanfall where you were pretty much like at some point you're getting a titan yeah you know whereas yeah. whereas this one like you still have to play well in order to earn enough to be able to do it was you my know, understanding of how it worked I think I think they may have laxed, relaxed it a little bit for the beta. Yeah, I'm, so people could see it. <laughs> I'm kind of a I don't know. I guess I'm a mediocre, medium good at the dice shooters. Yeah, you're pretty um, good. Give yourself some I play, credit. I play you're a pre- lot. Yeah, so. you're pretty good at them. <laughs> I, so, 
you know, just time is my friend. Um, but I didn't feel like I was really held back from getting to play as a hero. Mm -hmm. I, I got to play as Darth Maul once, I think. Um, and that's just because I was trying things out and goofing around and playing with, like, I was always spending my points on mm -hmm. getting like a super battle droid or trying out a Y wing or whatever. Um, so I think, I think it's reasonable to expect that in like a full game, you you ought to have some semblance of a shot at a hero mm -hmm. if you're playing the objective and and not just running around um, trying to grief people or whatever. But yeah, I I like the system. I think it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. uh, it's fun and it changes things up. And you also it's all they're also class based. So now you have instead of before where you're just a trooper and you're and your star cards would determine what sort of class, quote unquote, you would yeah. play. Now you choose between assault, heavy, specialist, and scout. officer. I thought scout was one of them. Uh, specialist is the one oh, that's okay. kind of scout-like, scout, yeah. yeah. So each one has different perks and different abilities, and you can upgrade those with star cards. And the star cards, like I said, don't know how exactly that's going to go down, but... I'm probably still going to buy the game because it's pretty good. It's yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> and it has single player this time. It does. It's not just like, it hey, does. this challenge map, it has it's a an actual storyline. Story yeah. Like with whole new, well, it might not be a new story, but at least a whole new to people who haven't spent the last 30 years of their lives reading every Star Wars book uh, story. Hey, those don't count anymore. Some the of expanded them. Expanded universe gone. Some of them still count. New expanded some universe. Some of them still count. Yeah. But um, it follows the inferno squad and J mm -hmm. jiminy cricket yeah. or whatever fucking dumb star wars name yeah. eden versio eden versio <laughs> oh yeah. that's, i drive one of those yeah <laughs> yeah you both of you drive yeah, yes we do we got an eden versio <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> but it looks like it'll be cool uh i i'm i'm looking forward to it because mm -hmm. i like i like playing the star wars <laughs> what what system shall you be playing on i will probably be playing it on ps4 because that's where other people that I know will uh, be playing the Star Wars. I'm okay. I'm assuming Tobias is in again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He has mm. he pre-ordered it like a month ago. Yeah. I feel, like, the, I feel like there's a game we all four need to get. And, uh -oh. and are you about something. to tell me what game that is? No, no. Oh, I'm okay. just no. I'm saying like I I feel like we need to pick a game that's a multiplayer game and play together. Burnout Paradise done. I'd be I'd be all right with that. That's a good. I game. would like to play some more Burnout Paradise. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's but thinking no, of shooting. Why mess yeah, with I perfection? Because uh, I meant something new. <laughs> yeah. We'll it, figure it out. Is but... Wolfenstein going to have multiplayer? Because I have a mm. feeling we're all going to want to play some Wolfenstein. But that's probably not team or objective. That's just a shooty-shooty game, right? I mean... I don't know. It's probably a shooty-shooty game. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. I meant something with, like, some depth. Like, uh, play with... I, I, I like shooter games that have tactics to them, not just like, hey, how good are you at shooting dudes? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're saying we need to squat up for some PUBG. PUBG or when it, Battlefront? I mean, it sounds like you can earn these points just by defending the objective, not necessarily shooting dudes or, you know, yeah. Overwatch-style rules where it's like, hey, yeah. you know, doing your thing will still get you points. Right. That's why I like playing Titanfall, because you guard the objective and get all kinds of points, because everyone mm -hmm. else is just running around like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to stay here and guard this thing yeah. and get all the points. Fuck you guys. Chuck's turtling up in a Titan. Just yep. Yeah. Hanging out on yep. the objective. Me and, yeah. my, me and my big robot. <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll do this one if you think you'd want to want to play it. But I mean, 
Oh, I'll play. I'm going to play the shit out of it. Yeah, I, yeah this guy's going yeah, to be on Battlefield to, Two for like six months. I might <laughs> right. be. I might go back down that rabbit hole again too. Right on. Yeah. I just. Uh, man, I, I don't know why. I'm. I'm turning on the PS4 pretty hard. <laughs> I just. I am in general, and I. I can't. I can't figure out why. You're just a PC guy now. It happens, man. No, I still like the Xbox One. Yeah. Mostly. <laughs> well, the thing <laughs> the is, the only like, thing I don't like my Xbox for is not games for movies. <laughs> it sucks for playing movies for me right now. Uh, yeah. the, the weird thing about the PS4 is that pre- practically nothing has changed in three years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that may be why is okay. you don't feel like there's any progress that's happening. And you're right. There isn't. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You hey, need you, change, man. You, you need... can hook up USB drives now. You can. You can yeah. do that. You can. That's a big change, right? But nothing special is going on in PS4 land. Like they haven't even changed. Like they're like, oh, it's perfect the way it is. Just <laughs> leave it. Hey, they it's changed. Not. They changed the Dual Shock. Barely. Now it has a light bar in the front that you can see. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make yeah. any difference at all. No, yeah, not really. It does um, if you're playing multiplayer, like being able to identify what color you are without having to go. Oh. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah. I will admit, like I never noticed the light before but now that i can look at the front of the controller i can kind of see it because you're talking about the top of the touchpad thing right yeah 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 it's basically a clear part of the touchpad right. but, yeah i've got one but yeah i ended up getting a new one because of the next game uh neo they put out the last dlc for it mm-hmm. uh called bloodshed's end and i officially realized that my controller was just screwed like the x button was wrong and uh the sticks were really loose this was confirmed by getting a new controller where suddenly all of the weird stuff that was happening now stopped happening. So my launch DualShock 4. Farewell, friend. Launched R. into R. the sun. pieces. <laughs> However, you should bring me your garbage. Part uh, of the new controller. Yeah, part of the new Neo, Neo DLC almost made me snap my new controller. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so <laughs> that was it was close. You should keep your old controller right nearby, uh, and then when you get yeah. that mad, you just grab it. <laughs> oh my god! It, it, I I had an tie up- a string around your old controller and tie a string around your uh, chair. That way, you can throw it uh, and then just reel it back in. I I had a moment. I had a moment that was fuck this game, quit the dashboard, delete game moment. I I had it, but did you actually delete the game? No, oh. I did not. But I, I did beat the last DLC that I talked about that had like the uh, all the rain of arrows that was bullshit. I ended up beating that DLC, which oh, turns out like the new ones, there's only like basically three or four story missions total in each one. But luckily it wasn't like a super expensive DLC. So it's not like that was a big deal. And I haven't beaten the new one yet, but they unlocked something called Abyss Mode, which is basically for people that have done everything there is to do in Neo. So for you. <laughs> no, no, I, I've only beaten it once. I haven't gone through and beaten the second and the third and the fourth new game pluses. But this for the people that have the the new mode is basically it drops you off on a on a a beach and you can go down into this cave that leads to a boss area and fight the boss there. Or you can go to each of four boats, which is pretty cool because it's like a, almost like, you know, the ferryman taking you over the river sticks or something. Because he takes you to a new area, and you have to find um, find this little white kadama, which are the little green collectibles you find in the game. They're these little tiny doll things. You find the white one, and that removes some kind of status effect that would be in the boss fight. So, you know, and it might be you have poison damage, so your health is always ticking down no matter what. Or, you know, there's, there's uh, you know, areas of the floor you can't step on or you're going to get hurt. You know, that, that sort of stuff. 
doing those four missions would take them away, but each of those missions is going to take you at least 15 minutes. So you can either just run to the boss and say, fuck it, I'm going to beat you. Or you go and do all the things that, you know, will give you XP, but it's still a time sink. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are apparently 999 floors worth. And Uh, you only advance a floor if you've beaten the boss on each one. And then you give the option to go back to the main menu, you know, and keep all your your points and everything. Or go down to the next level and do that again. It locks you out. It lets you go to level 10 if you've beaten the main game. You you have to beat the new game plus to unlock deeper levels. And apparently people have found that it goes down to 999. Yikes. That is for the people who like. like, Wait, so it goes to like 90, 90, 99 new game pluses worth? No, I don't think it does that. I think like once you've beaten the fourth new game, but whatever it was like, because they're they're called like, you know, the the original one's just like, you know, regular game. The next one is like way of the demon. And then there's like way of the wise and the way of the Neo is like the hardest one mm-hmm. and then you beat that and then you have unlocked the entire thing but that's for people who like this is it this is your game you know you know like because there are people like you go in the reddit there are people who, are, who have min maxed everything there is to min max and watching videos of the stuff they're like all right here's my build and they figured out how to you know get the living weapon which is like the invulnerability thing they found ways to just make that infinite mm-hmm. which of course have been patched out by now and that's the other problem with the game is like whenever you look at a tips and tricks video they're like oh we'll just do this thing and it's like that was like four patches back and you can't do that anymore so now nobody has an idea how to beat this fucking boss but Hmm. yeah that game's still good but i I think i'm reaching like i want to beat these last couple missions but they're really really hard because they've obviously ramped up the difficulty you know because hey you've added more dlc and this is the end game content so I went in the abyss. I did that stuff. And I was like, all right, I need to not do this again. Like I need to just stay out of that because it's just strictly a time sink. It's like, I'm looking for new stuff. So let's find new stuff here. But so I just, I got out of that, but I think, I think I may be, I, I may be taking my time off from Neo after I, I beat that DLC. Cause they have said, you know, that's the end of the storyline, hmm. which I'm like, all right, I'm cool with that. You give me what I wanted. 900 hours worth of game. Yeah, and they've given me plenty of game. I, I can't complain about that. But in part of trying to wean myself off of Neo. <laughs> yeah. This is like trying to stop doing crack by picking up heroin. <laughs> yeah. By the way. I um, <laughs> I played the Dark Souls 3 DLC, which I had started way back when. I had started Ashes of, or, yeah, Ashes of Ariandel when it came out last year. Mm-hmm. Or, or actually, it might have been the year before. Uh, and then... Uh, the Ringed City DLC was the second one. So I wanted to beat Ashes of Ariandel and then go on to do Ring City, which is kind of like the end of the game. And I beat I beat Ashes of Ariandel, which is one of those very cool things that Dark Souls does. It's, it's a self-contained area, but it had that thing where I've gone through all this stuff and then I opened up this door and I was like, I don't want to go in that room. That's probably the boss fight. And I want to, you know, like cash in some souls. I don't want to lose them and all that. And so I ran all the way back to the bonfire. And then when I got back to that room, I walked through the door and it is this place that's right near the start of the level that there was a door there that I forgot about Mm -hmm. that it opens up into this area. And then when you talk to the person after going through there, that opens up the boss fight. That's like right there. And there was a bonfire right there that I had, (laughs) backtracked all the way but it's this very cool thing where i don't even know how they designed the level to do it but i just i had gone all the way to the bottom of this mountain 
and somehow had ended up all the way back up at the top, which is where this church was. And I was like, okay, like that's part of the dark souls thing for me is like this awesome experience of I've gone through this whole maze. And then all of a sudden I'm back this place. I know. And I have no idea how I got here, <laughs> you know? And I mean, it is kind of a linear path through the level, but it's still a very cool feeling to know that you've gone to the very base of the mountain and then you've kind of ended up at the top of it. And that stuff made it worthwhile. The boss fight at the end made it worthwhile, but the other stuff about it was kind of, eh. So I was like, all right, you know, so I went on to the ring city, which is the big deal end of the storyline one and played through the majority of that, which is not easy content, but I was enjoying the majority of it. There are a couple enemies in that that can fuck right off because there's like <laughs> sure. the uh, ringed knights, which are very cool. They, they're knights who look like they have an eclipse on their chest, but it's like burning fire around the circle. Oh, they're very cool looking enemies, but the ones with spears are the assholes of the planet. <laughs> who they all deserve to die. And the sad thing is they they're they were bosses that I was like certain bosses in that game. When you kill them, they stay dead. They don't come back when you visit the bonfire and they make this certain sound. And those guys made that sound when they died. So I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah, you're done buddy. So I was just like, eh, if I die, I can come back and get my souls again. Who cares? Nope. They all came back and I was like, Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Do you have to kill all of them or? Uh, yeah, they all came back and I was like, son of a bitch. Hmm. So they just, Broke their own rule, like their own like notifications. I think so. It, like, uh, it, I, I, I think there is precedent for that, though. But, like, uh, there had been other things that made that sound, and like this, it looks like ashes falling on the ground that had come back before. But yeah, those guys came back. I got almost to the end. I finally got to. Uh, there's also a very cool part in that one where you, the whole ringed city thing is basically they've taken sections of the world that you've been to before in both dark souls one and two and three, and they turned them 90 degrees and they're jutting out the side of a mountain. So you are coming down, like, you know, you're walking across the side of a castle and then you're dropping down into the next area to fight things. So it's kind of, it's a very cool design Mm -hmm. and you know, and you go to an area, you're like, Holy shit, I recognize this. And there's a boss fight that's in like the bonfire area of dark souls one. And you're like, wait a minute. Because you you hit a certain point where you know where you recognize the structure and you're like oh my god like that's fucking crazy, it's like it's a very cool nostalgic thing that they do mm-hmm. after putting a kick in the dick boss fight right before that, <laughs> but that's almost like your reward for having survived it. You're like oh okay this is fucking cool because you you just you've gone through this you know if you play Dark Souls one you've gone through that arch a dozen times you know a dozen hundred fucking times mm-hmm. right yeah but. I got to the, I'm basically at the end. If I go one way, I fight the end boss of the game. And if I go the other way, I fight the optional boss, which is already declared as the hardest one in the game, which is Dark Eater Madir, which is a giant dragon. Madir? Yeah. A, 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 <laughs> so a M-I-D-I-R. She so. has a new Halloween movie M-I-D-I-R. coming out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. A, a Midir? I don't know what it's exactly it is, but... It's a bearded dragon. It's a giant <laughs> dragon. And, oh, it is like, it's one of the, it's one of those enemies that can wipe you out with like two hits, but can also is giant and can move 10 times faster than you. So I have gotten it down to like, you know, a percent of health a dozen times mm-hmm. and still died because I fucked something up. And that just, 
this was my mission around the time of the hurricane was I was just like, I'm going to keep playing this and I'm going to beat this fucking dragon until I blow away. Yeah, And I'm going to do it until the power goes out. <laughs> and I have fought that thing at least 200 times now. Oh man. And sometimes, and the problem is when you summon in people, like people are like, Oh, you know, just call some people in, mm-hmm. get some bros to help. The dragon gets stronger. The dragon gets yeah. more health. It, the more people you bring in. So it's designed so that you can't really bring a whole bunch of people. You have to bring like, you can either bring the one person that, that is, uh, you know, a, a computer controlled summon, or you can summon another person. What I've learned is even if people want to do that fight, they're fucking idiots. The majority <laughs> of them. And they don't know what they're doing yeah. because it's one of those, it's, it's almost like a boss raid in like, wow, or something where it's like, all right, you need to be doing this. I need to be doing this. And if this happens, then here's our backup plan. But right. they're just like, no, Leroy Jenkins, <laughs> fucking Dark Eater Madeir, let's do this. And you're like, no, come back. No. Oh, Leroy. And yeah. So I just ended up, I'm basically fighting him solo at this point, mm-hmm. which, yeah. It's not fun when you're his entire focus the entire time, but it is a fucking cool looking dragon. Watch a video of that thing because it's it's pretty fucking cool. But all you have to do is get good, man. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I know. That's but, the lesson of today's podcast. Yeah, get good, get good. But yeah, I have it, that was. I've gone back a few times, and I'm like, the control scheme slightly different from Neo. And you know, when you've been playing other games, you're like, oh, I forgot how this controls and all that. And yeah, I haven't been able to go back and truly work my magic yet. But I'm gonna beat that thing. And then I'm going to beat the other boss, and then I'll be done with Dark Souls 3. I believe in you. You can do it. But yeah. Anyone who was following me on Twitter about that time was just like, is he having a mental breakdown? Because I was just posting screenshots. I'm like, yeah, look at that fucking dragon. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that that period of time. Because when you're going through, there's this part where you get to a bridge Mm -hmm. that you're like, all right, I'm going to go across this. And you hear this. And the dragon comes in and fucking scorches the bridge, scorches the country, like the, the mountainside along it, and then perches on the mountain. Uh, thatch roof cottages? No, none there. Okay. But no, he's not a trogdor. Okay. But he perches on the side of the mountain and just stares at you. Sure. And that's and that's like one of the coolest things ever, where you're like, <laughs> holy fuck, this dragon. And then as soon as you, as like, as soon as your foot touches that bridge, he immediately pops off the mountain and flies and just scorches everything. Mm-hmm. And then he par- perches on the top of a mountain behind you that I never saw him before that. And then as soon as you set foot on the bridge, he comes back. So you have to like time it so you can run around. But it's just having this dragon stare you down be like, bitch, come on, do it is really cool. But yes. And then you end up knocking him down into the pit eventually and then getting murdered by him over 200 times because people that you try to bring in are fucking Leroy Jenkinses, Right. Yeah. So that's Dark Souls 3. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I still, I, I definitely think like if you're a Dark Souls 3 player, you're probably going to want to play both, but I definitely say Ring City is way better to play than, than Ashes of Ariandel is. Hmm. All right. Yeah. So hello. Yes. Oh, we got a sequel. Yeah. Speaking of sequels. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're the only one who really played SteamWorld Dig, from what I remember. Yeah, I think everyone should have it five yeah, times I, over, because they like to give that game away. Yeah. I, I think I have it on everything. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I, I I have this weird video game thing. I, I like games that involve digging. Like, I can't figure out what it is. Like, 
games that like involve going down, mm-hmm. you know, to a level and progressing that way. For some reason, that's that's just my jam. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I played I played the first Steam World Dig, com- completed that one. Uh, Steam World Dig two came out, and I was like, hey, that's on the Switch. I don't have any games on the Switch. I should get this on the Switch mm-hmm. because you have a Switch. I do. Yeah, huh. a, a Nintendo. And oh oh Nintendo okay Nintendo right. Switch, mm. <laughs> um, yeah I, I I got on there and I haven't played a ton of it. Um, I think my initial impression of it is it's more of the same game. However, they've they've added more systems, and I can't tell if that's for the for good or for bad. And I I can't even I can't even fully. It's been just long enough since I played the mm-hmm. first one, but I know that there's more going on because the first one was just kind of like, all right, you know, you need light and you know water to power your hydraulic powered stuff. Yeah, um, you can only go down so far unless you upgrade those, and then you have to come back up. This one seems like there's there's more things involved than that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's it's still good. It's still fun. Um, it's still got that Lego and or Metroidvania thing of like, oh, I see there's this and I know eventually I'll probably be able to get there and, mm-hmm. you know, uh-huh. kind of go you back just to need it. need that power first. Right. Um, h- however, like, and th- this is going to be my criticism and, and it, it, this game does it, but there are other games that do it. Um, we're, we're in a turbulent point in, in this world. Um, <laughs> you know, shit is going on in this world. A, a lot of it. Uh-huh. And I understand that art you know, imitates life, so to speak, as, as people have said. Um, I just don't need it in all my art. You know, <laughs> okay. like, I mean, like, something has to be an escape from the bullshit of the world, and I don't need every game to be like, I have something to say. And I, and, and I don't Message. mean, like, I don't mean, like, getting <laughs> political. I mean, even, like, just use it as a joke. You know, just takes you out of game world and says, oh, yeah, remember that shitty thing? And there's people that actually think this shitty stuff. Well, you were making fun of it here in this game, so oh. you know because in the course of this game, um, you're 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 playing a, a different character from the one in the first one. The, the main character of the first one has gone missing, and and you're you're looking for him. Um, or it's a robot, so I, I, a male robot, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there are earthquakes happening like there's this there's this town that you have to get to you know after the start of the game and there are these earthquakes happening and everyone's going like man what is up with these earthquakes i wonder what's causing them and the mayor's just going around like going nope no earthquakes absolutely no earthquakes there's no proof of that so it's just like okay i yeah i I get what you're doing like you've got a climate change denier guy here in running this town Mm -hmm. and i don't know it's just stop like (laughs) allow something to be a fucking escape from the world you know like that's all i'm saying Mm -hmm. like if you if Especially if like that's the 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 extent of your commentary is like pointing it out, you know, like having a small allegory. Just stop, like <laughs> you know, like if if, if you want to make a game that has a point, you know, you want to make Spec Ops the line, mm-hmm. you know, like that's that's fine. Do that. Do the, it's the whole yeah. game, not just like, hey, I'm playing a game and now like. Otherwise, you, learn subtlety. Yeah, learn subtlety or something. Just mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So yeah. I, I, otherwise, I mean, still a good game. I, I'm not knocking. I'm, this are, is the, just, are the mechanics the same as SteamWorld Dig? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I, I think there's some new powers and whatnot. I think eventually mm-hmm. you get like a, a sort of like a grapnel arm thing, yeah. so that you can climb stuff easier. Planet Commando arm. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think so. I haven't, I haven't gotten it yet, but I think I've seen that. I've mm-hmm. heard of that. Nice. Um, 
Yeah, no, it's it's still a fun game. It's still gorgeous. It, it has, uh, I mean, it has a really cool style to it that I like. Um, and like I said, I'm not singling that game out. I'm just like, it's not the first one where it's like, yeah, message, you know, or yeah, jokes about how shitty the world is. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Like, just, just stop. Give me something to get away from the fucking world is all I'm asking. Yeah. Hmm. That's all. SteamWorld. I get it, man. It's my third Switch game. <laughs> Hooray. Yeah. Another one's coming soon by the end of this month. Yeah. It'll be time for some Odyssey. All right. Ooh. But I'm going to put hats on things. Yeah. And become those things. <laughs> you totally are. <laughs> my subservient, horrifying my subservient hat. Yeah. yeah. You're going to become actual human dudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, mm. And cars. <laughs> I, I hope that game's good because it's freaking me out. Yeah. That's it's weird. So. Hmm. Yeah. Um totally unrelated to anything mm-hmm. i played flame in the flood flame in the flood on xbox i have no idea why i just decided hey i've got this let's give it a shot what is it it is a don't starvish survival type game oh. where it's you know randomly generated roguelike type thing but you are a kid who has a dog that just shows up to him mm-hmm. and you are living in a post-apocalyptic wasteland where the U.S. is flooded and you have to take your makeshift raft and go to your next area and you have to forage for supplies. And it starts out, you know, where you're Speaking just... Speaking of games, leaning heavy on recent events. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one, I mean, again, subtlety. Yeah. Um, this one's not presented as it's never explained why the world flooded. None of that. There's no real story. It's just like, this is the world, man. And this dog shows up with a backpack on and you're like, oh, cool dog. And the dog is with you the whole time. The dog will alert you to enemies and to things that can be picked up. But you are basically going from landing to landing along the river and collecting cattails, which you use to make rope. You know, it's one of those. It's kind of got the crafting aspect of, all right, well, you have to have enough of this in order to make this. But you have to make a stone knife before you can make this thing. But you need to have a flint and, you know, a piece of leather in order to make it. So it's kind of like you're always building stuff and you're never going to have enough stuff to do everything because you know, that's how these games are designed. You have to decide, all right, do I want to build up my raft to be super awesome, but I have no offensive weapons in case anything happens or, you know, are you just, are you going to have, you know, you'll have your bare skin coat and you'll be super warm when it gets cold because yes, when it gets rainy and cold, your guy will freeze to death. Because you can die from freezing, you can die from being bit by a rattlesnake and being poisoned. You know, there's all sorts of ways to die in this game that are varied. Um, you know, when it starts out, you're just trapping rabbits. You're making uh, you're making uh, rabbit traps with like, uh, you, you take a sapling and you need rope and you need a flint, I think, to make a sharp, you know, object to stab the rabbit with, with the snare. Sure. So... You know, you can build those and you're collecting rabbits and collecting the meat from that. And then you're cooking the meat at campfires. You know, there's just there's all sorts of systems at play. But if you get a bad roll, you can be really screwed once you get to later areas in the game where there's wolves and bears running around and boars that'll basically charge you and you have to dodge them. And it's just it's a very I really enjoyed this game. And I think it was because I got lucky on a few rolls, but I also had fun when I fucked up because uh, in order to craft better stuff later on, you have to make a metal knife and you have to be at a workbench, which is only in certain areas. Mm -hmm. And you have to have enough leather and enough uh, 
like a stone knife. You have to have, there's a certain set of materials. And one of the things you had to have was a wolf pelt for whatever reason. I'm not sure why, but wolf pelts are also essential for making a wolf jacket or gloves or a hat or pants or boots. And I had been hanging on to this thing and I'm like, I need to hang on to this so I can make my knife. I got to make my steel knife so I can make my cool stuff after that. And my wife who enjoyed watching me play this one, she's like, you really need a jacket. You keep getting cold. Your guy's like going to die of hypothermia and all that. Well, and I'm like, and all I need is like one more thing. But then once I find the workbench, I can do it. She's like, your guy's going to die if you don't make the jacket. And finally I was just like, fine, I'll make the fucking jacket. (laughs) And wouldn't you goddamn know it? There was a workbench, like literally the next stop. And she's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, you can make your knife now. And I'm like, Oh, can I? (laughs) Maybe if I had kept that wolf pelt, I could have, but no, I had to make a jacket. Didn't I? (laughs) This is the two of you trying so this, to survive so this is, the apocalypse. Yeah, in the I was going to say, this is post-apocalyptic couples counseling, basically, yeah. the game. I, I like it. Yeah, so I slept on the post-apocalyptic couch, but yeah. I won that argument. The post-apocalyptic pullout. Because yeah. it's, not, it's a, not a game where, it, like, it's not a game where you can scum save it. You know, uh-huh. you can't just go, oh, I'm going to just load an old save. It's like, no, you got here and, you know, this is your checkpoint. Deal with it. Hmm. So I had, I had stuff like that. There was also... Um, one point where I had used up the last of my, you can make cures for poison using uh, water in a jar and, you know, you add some kind of herbs to it and you cook it out of fire and that will cure poison. So of course, as I'm running to the fire to make another cure, I get bit by a rattlesnake and usually you're <laughs> fine. Usually it's like, Oh God, I'm walking slow. I don't know if I can make it. No, that one paralyzed me. So I literally had full everything and the snake bit me and all I could do was watch my guy stand there and die. Like, and it took him like that 20 sucks. minutes, but, but the thing is you, what you put in your dog's pack gets passed on to the next character that you start on, you know, because when you die, everything in the pack, that's the dog that runs up to the next character, like your okay. new game. All right. So I was like, fuck, what am I oh, going to so, so the dog's just getting replacement humans. What a change. Yes. Yep. <laughs> oh, we got you a human. It looks just like yep. the last one. <laughs> yep. So the I was like, human went off to a farm. And I'm going through like, I'm, I'm like, oh man, that fucking wolfskin jacket's going in there. Cause I'm not, that's not going wasted. But so I, I'm like loading up the jacket as my guy's just standing there watching his health tick down. Cause he's poisoned and he's paralyzed. And how did he put the jacket in the pack? You can still mess with your inventory. Not if you're paralyzed. I, you shouldn't be able to, but that is a conceit the uh, game made. Harumph. Yeah. <laughs> I demand more realism in my rattlesnake game. Yeah. <laughs> it was only a lower half paralyzation. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. Upper half. You yeah. swivel and, go, help! Kermit Armin. I do want to say, like, this has, like, a, uh, a folksy country soundtrack to it. That And normally I'm not a country fan, but the soundtrack in this is really good. It sounds like my jam. Yeah, it's... It's definitely, it was, it is a great soundtrack. And, you know, when you get on the river, I mean, some, some of the songs have lyrics too, nice. that are not necessarily star groovy lyrics, but they're pretty close, but it is, it's just a really solid game. Like the presentation's really good. And I guess it's from like some ex harmonics guys, but also, um, a couple other studios that I can't remember now, but it's like people with the pedigree that all got together and were like, all right, like the, the five or six of us are going to make this game. And it is not an easy game, but it was a rewarding game to finally make it to the end of it. I feel like I own this game. I just don't know what system. <laughs> I honestly don't. I'm pretty sure I got it on um, 
on Steam. So okay. look well, in your Steam library. You can yank it from my Steam library, and it'll be there. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, it is a yeah. it is a solid game. But also, um, arrows are worthless in that game because they take a lot of resources to use to make a bow and arrows, and then it takes like three or four arrows to kill a wolf, mm-hmm. and even more to kill a bear. So save your arrows. Make traps. That's all I got to say. Okay. But definitely, I, I, would, to live by. <laughs> I would recommend that game easily. Okay. Cool. Okay. Hey, speaking of getting killed lots of ways. Yeah. That was a thing you said somewhere along I did. The way. I died he a did. lot in that game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mackie dies a lot, corner. Yeah. <laughs> I, man, I did. Man, yeah, I, I died in really a lot did. of games. Holy shit. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure did. And Cuphead. You don't want to know. Yeah. yeah. It's. Yeah. It's in the hundreds. But yes, it's Spooky Corner. It, it's, it is Spooky it's Corner. It's October month, so it's Spooky Corner. It is Spooky Corner. Um, and the, <laughs> the first game on Spooky Corner is Friday the 13th, the game. Yeah. The movie. Mm. The breakfast cereal. The flamethrower. <laughs> the kids love that one. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I got this game on Steam. You may have heard of it. Uh, is mm. it. Is it not actually out on consoles yet? Or is it, or is it just it it has is. a made to physical no, it's copy? On, because I think I saw something that said like coming to PS4 soon or something like maybe it's only been DLC was, or downloadable only. I know friends have been playing on Xbox since launch. Yeah, yeah it may it may just be maybe mean they have a physical maybe a, a time to yeah. exclusive or yeah. something physical thing. I don't, I don't know. It's been out for a while because I know it's been broken forever. Like yeah. I was interested in it when it first came out like on Xbox mm-hmm. and then everyone was like, hey, this game's fucked. And I was like, yeah, well, you could fix that and then I'll look at your game. So mm-hmm. anyway, go ahead. It, the game is kind of broken, uh-huh. <laughs> and it's kind of glorious because of that. Okay. That's the only way I can, like, it's the right kind of broken. It's that Saints Row kind of broken. Oh. Like, it's mm. just broken enough that it's I still playable. I submit to you that that should be called Saints Roken. Yeah, sure. All right. Mm. Yes. <laughs> um, or Saints nice. Broken. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a glitchy game, but, like, somehow that, like, just adds to the, I don't know, the je ne sais quoi of it all. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just... Like I mean, if you don't know, it's a it's a it's a what six seven v one or something like that game. Yeah. yeah, one of those kind of things. Um, Asymmetrical, they call it. Yeah, where you, you know eight people get in the game or whatever, and one person's going to randomly be Jason, mm-hmm. and you you know you do your best to survive, but like the whole team doesn't have to survive. You just have to survive. Like you can be the single winner. Like you can kill Jason or get a, be the only one that gets away, and anyone that's left alive technically still wins. You know, as as far as counting in the game, as they would. <laughs> but I mean, you could literally like trap a friend and let Jason kill them so that you can get away. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you can do whatever. You can be the biggest dick. You know, just you have to survive. Um, also, the chat in it is spatial, so you know, even if you don't know these people, if you're just close to them, you'd be like, "Hey, what's up?" But mm-hmm. Jason can also hear that and actually hear it a little bit further than than you mm-hmm. can as the counselors. Sure. Um, basically like Jason's super powered, you know, and yeah. even has like teleportation abilities. Well, the real like Jason that. is also super powered. That's true. Um, the I think it's usually the second person to die. Um, there is a way you can get to a radio and you can um, summon Tommy Jarvis, mm-hmm. um, who's if there is a good guy person to be known out of the Friday the 13th universe, it's him. Um and he's not in. He's not invulnerable. He just he starts with a very powerful shotgun, and has some chance of, of killing Jason with it if you can get a good shot on it. Um, but there are multiple ways to get out. Like you can repair a boat and sail out of, sail off across the lake. 
might be problematic if you know Jason's origins. Um, so it's probably not the first you know way I would try to get out. But there is also usually a car. And then um, that you have to like get gas yeah, and get, get a, a battery, battery yeah, yeah. And things like that. Or you can like call the police in and you, but you have to wait for them to arrive. I don't know why that stops Jason, but it does and ends the game. Um, huh. Yeah. So there, there's multiple ways to win. And it's like I said, it's kind of a glitch fest, but it's also kind of super fun at the same time. Um, yeah. I like I, I also got um, Dead by Daylight. I haven't even fired it up. Like it's similar kind of vain game. But I, I just haven't even played that one yet. I mean, I think that one's supposed to be put together better, but it just doesn't. Like, Wasn't the fr- Friday the Thirteenth game like a? It was a Kickstarter complete, thing. Uh, that's mm-hmm. right. It was a Kickstarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. well, I think it started life as like it was just going to be a horror survival game, and then someone was like, "Why? What if we actually go after the Friday Thirteenth license?" And that's when mm-hmm. they threw it on Kickstarter. They were yeah. like, they were developing it anyway, and then they were like, "What if we actually go yeah. for it?" And like, so did you ever get to play Jason? Um, I have, yes. Yeah. I, I'm not good at it. <laughs> Do you have to be? Uh, yeah, there, there's a strategy for oh, both. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, I've had I've had the kind of stupid multiplayer fun in that game that you just don't get much anymore. Like, it, even when you die, that game can still be fun, just being mm-hmm. observing the rest of the game. Oh, I bet, yeah. Um, because... I don't know why it was working and you don't, you know, you don't hear the person playing Jason. Like their, their chat just doesn't go out because Jason's mm-hmm. mute. And, um, but like there was Jason to kill everyone, but I think two people. And this one guy was just running around and Jason can hear the counselors. So this guy's just going, Jason, bro, let's just talk this out. And like, Jason's <laughs> just standing right in front of him, like yeah. listening. And he's like, come on, man. Let's just like, why do why do you want to kill me? What, what's going on? Like, and he's like sitting there talking to like this guy, yeah. and he's not killing him. Like, for all I know, the guy's just dying, laughing. Like, I'm gonna fucking murder you in, in 20 seconds. But it, it was like working. I'll hear you out. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know why. It was just like it was. me twenty dollars. It was hilarious. Like how calm this guy was. Just like, hey, bro, let's let's chat it up, man. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what that is. What I've heard is that the best part of live streams of that game is just hearing people's chat mm-hmm. and yeah yeah i it's i'm not gonna say like it's a good game because it has a lot of problems but it's a good game in that it can be a lot of fun mm-hmm. like it's well that's what games should be yeah right? yeah I, it, i'll take fun over perfection any day of the week mm-hmm. it strikes me like a version of that game evolve that no one gave a shit about yeah. It oh, sounds, yeah. it sounds mm-hmm. like that, but with a license that people give a shit about yeah. and therefore can wrap their heads around it. Because yeah. yep. Evolve like came and went so fast. And it, the concept of it sounded pretty good, but it was just like, eh, well, Yeah, know. and that was by the people who made Left 4 Dead. Yeah. You know, so it was like an evolution of having the tank yeah. in Left 4 Dead yeah. and just making the whole game out of it. But I think people turned on that because of so much of the microtransaction stuff. Yeah, that, that they it did. did get yeah rife with bullshit. That, I, I believe that one was also versioned to death. Yes, like, they that kept was the changing one that had ninety seven different yeah. versions. Yeah. yeah, but somebody did the math like on day one. If you bought all the DLC, it was like three hundred dollars worth of content or something like that. Yeah, oh. yeah. yeah, like somebody did the math. It yeah, was, like, and, it was ridiculous. Granted, the majority of it was cosmetic. Sure, but, you know, but still, yeah. to be like day one, here's three hundred dollars worth of stuff you can buy on top of our game. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself. I mean, everyone yeah. kind of gets rightfully in, 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 uh, indignant. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't coming up. Yeah. Hmm. So, speaking of teens running around getting killed. Yeah? You streamed a game about teens running around getting killed. Did I? You did. I did. Yeah. Um, Have you heard of Until Dawn? I have. I played I, through that entire game. Did you? I played I did. a little bit of it. Yeah. Mackie, did you play it? I never did. 
Well, I have it. I've been meaning to, but you should play it next for October month. You you could. Um, I believe all of our playthroughs would be drastically different in that game. That's the um, joy of that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's um. So Until Dawn is. I don't know how to describe the action of that game. It's sort of like a. It's like a heavy rain. Yeah. Type game. Sort of like interactive fiction. Yeah. Uh, with. I don't want to say infinitely branching options, but there are probably several hundred ways things can go. Uh, maybe not, but there, there's, there are a ton of choices, and each choice affects relationships and outcomes. And this you can not see content in that game. You can play yes. through it and miss things because of choices that you make. Right, uh, and a lot of things. Yeah, um, and getting people killed. Yes, right. And there are what eight. Seven or eight, eight teenagers, yeah. seven or eight teenagers at the start of this game, and it's possible for you to end the game with all eight teenagers living, and it's possible for you to end the game with all eight teenagers dying. Um, and in the midst of playing this game, so you sort of bounce around from character to character, mm-hmm. making decisions for each one of these characters and affecting the relationships and affecting what's going to happen later and whether they live or die, whether you find hints as to what you can do to keep them alive or to um, if you want to do it on purpose, make sure that they die. Um, but interspersed with that, like in between the sort of chapters, it's um, I've forgotten his name. Peter Stormare. Yeah, Peter Stormare. P-Storm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's different. <laughs> I assure yeah, you that's, that's different. No. <laughs> that's what I kept calling him during the live stream. Um Dr. P-Storm uh-huh. is counseling you and you make decisions for this other character. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, man, it's it's real weird. He's in and out of a really terrible accent a lot. That's P-Storm. <laughs> yeah. That's well, the yeah. P-Storm you want. Yeah. It's like, where is he from now? <laughs> He's from Louisiana by way of a New York City that sprang up in Michigan. <laughs> He's from Kentucky, Stan. <laughs> right. Um, but he is, <laughs> at one point or another, he is from literally every part of the country, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes at the same time. Um, I think they brought him in like one day every six months, and he was just stuck in whatever accent he was right. doing in whatever movie he was coming from. Right. Oh, I'm German today. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. He's like Kentucky German sometimes. It's so bizarre. So absolutely bizarre. But it's fun. Yeah. Um, it, is a, it is a spooky-ass game, and I am... I've been exposed to more spooky shit in the last couple months than <laughs> than I have in the last several years because I've deliberately stayed away from spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched spooky movies. I've played this spooky game, um, but it's it's good. It's it starts to be frustrating, or it starts to get frustrating sort of in the beginning because it feels like just dumb teenager like slasher movie bullshit. Oh, because you hate everybody. Yes. You're just like how can I kill all these people? Right. Except for uh except for the cheerleader. Yeah. Um I'm blanking on names today. Hayden Panettiere. Yeah. Um H Pan. Yeah. Hey Pan. Hapan. 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 Yes. Um she's the only one that that can't die. Yeah. Um but yeah, you just fucking hate these people. And there's good reason for you to hate all of these people almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, but then 
there's a point where it kind of turns around and it turns from being dumb bullshit into pretty good bullshit. Yeah. Um, really compelling dumb bullshit. <laughs> yes. And they throw some saw in there. Yeah, there's yeah, there's some <laughs> some traps that don't make any sense. Right. There's there is some real bullshit. I'm trying to I'm being vague on purpose yeah. because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to disclose I feel like I should play anything. it and then we can do like a spoil and Harlow should play it and we can do like a spoil cast discussing everything that we did that got completely different between all of us. Yeah. I, I, how many people lived like in your playthroughs? Three. See, I had two. Yeah. Uh, I did better than you. You did it. Yeah, Did man. it feel like there was a way to save everyone? Yes. Like as, as soon as I made uh-huh. a decision, I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of it is like you were literally so it's not running. Like, so it's not like a telltale thing where it's like, it doesn't matter what you do. They're getting shot on the side of the road. No. Well, there's there's one character that will die no matter what that I found mm-hmm. out. But like the you will literally be like running down a path and it's just like, we got to go this way. And then you're like, yeah, but lady said, go this way. And you're like, ah, split second decision, mm-hmm. go that way. And then like one person runs that way and steps on a rake and just, you know, dead. <laughs> you get the <laughs> rake snake. Get sideshow bobbed. Yeah. Right. yeah. So it's like, oh, I shouldn't have done there that. There are also like, not for the faint of heart, quick time events. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> because you will also be running or climbing something and you just have to, you have to hit those quick time events. That's one thing that I didn't really like yeah. is that it got kind of sh- shitty quick time eventy. Yeah. Um, but and especially those like, things will kill characters as yeah. well. Well, because like, I lost like two characters almost at the very end of that game mm-hmm. to quick time events. I I will say that because I bounce back and forth between Xbox and and PlayStation so often. A lot of times I mix up the square and the circle button on yeah. the PS4 controller. And if you are coming to a game that requires those buttons, like after having just done something else, it's just like you're you're in your brain. You're like, ah, it's over here. And then it's like, oh, no, that's totally not where that button is. I fucked yeah. that up. So. Yeah. Um, I heavily recommend it, though. I, I think it's really good. Um, yeah, it's fun. I'm glad that I forget who suggested it first, but. Um, I know you were Chuck were rooting for me to play that game. Hey, it's a good streaming game. Um, That's a game you can have fun talking to people about. Yeah. So, uh, there's enough going on for you know. Yeah. There's enough going on and enough you can ignore and talk over mm-hmm. uh, while that game's going on. But um, it's a ton of fun and it wasn't that expensive. I think it was like I think I picked it up for like twelve bucks or something. I thought it was free. Was it? Was it a PS Plus game? Oh, no. was it? That might have been it. It was on a deep sale. I know I oh, bought it. It was. it was like seven I, bucks at one point. Yeah, I, remember. I, I think I, I bought I it on it was a PS Plus game, but guess not. Oh, that's it right. So they only give away indie garbage. My bad. No, no. They might have given. I, I probably already owned it by the time they did. I don't know. I can't remember if it was a PS Plus game like six months ago, and I just played it or what. But I, uh, it's. I know it's cheap. I know it's mm-hmm. not terribly expensive. Mm-hmm. It so. was a PS Plus game in July. Okay. Okay. So I was. So you had it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a good one. You should probably play it. Yes. Or if you really don't want to play it, go to youtube.com slash no quarters net and watch my playthroughs of it. I think I missed uploading one uh, one week's worth. So oh, no. You might have missed a few. So weeks. the story's all fucked. Right. Aww. I think you missed three hours of it. But mm. Oh, well. You yeah. can pick it back up. You're smart people. Yeah. Speaking of smart people. Sure. Um, Mackie. I 
I've been sitting on this game for a few years uh-huh. because the timing was never right. But it's October month, damn it. And I played Costume Quest 2. Oh, there you go. Which, if you liked Costume Quest, this is more Costume Quest. Huh. Like okay. Almost exactly, except with a time travel thing and writing that just isn't quite as sharp. Oh. Because I remember there were a lot of really good jokes in the first one. And there's a couple here and there in this one, but... This is Double Fine, right? Like yes. Tim Shaper? Yeah. Okay. It's Double Fine, but... Uh, from my understanding, the team that made the first costume quest, like the majority of them had moved on and oh. done other stuff by the time they made costume quest two. Okay. Which I mean, the combat's the same. It's that, you know, your three guys are on the left. Their three guys are on the right. You, you're selecting, you know, either a, a fight or a superpower or, you know, it's, it's, it's very basic RPG stuff, you know? And, that's not bad, except um, I could do with probably 90% less of those battles in the game mm. because uh, you fight so many things so many times that you're just like, all right, I'm 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 done. Thank you. I'd rather just get back to the adventure game type stuff that you're doing outside of that where it's, oh, you got to talk to this person and they're going to tell you to go find this thing that lets them do this, you know, and it's kind of that. You know, it's kind of like my first adventure game type stuff, mm-hmm. but it's cute and the presentation's really good on it and the game's cheap, you know? I mean, it's, I think it was given away. I think it was a free Xbox one game because I had it. I don't ever remember buying it, but okay. you know, I liked costume quest one. This was more costume quest and I always enjoy the time travel stuff in a game, especially when you can jump back and forth mm-hmm. and there's a point where you, <laughs> there's a kid in the sewer who he's like, I found this candy and I'm going to eat it. And you're like, hey, give me the candy. And he's like, no, this is my candy. I'm going to eat it. And so when you go to the future, there's a skeleton right there <laughs> where that kid was. <laughs> and it's so subtle. Like nobody comments on it. They don't point it out, but it's just like, all right, I see what you did there. But there's a way to talk him out of the candy. And then if you plant it, it becomes a tree. And oh. that kid lives and grows up to be a different character <laughs> that's in the game. But it's very, th- there was just something about that joke where I realized, oh my God, that skeleton's that kid. <laughs> well, that's what happens not- when you eat yeah. sewer candy. Well, and yeah. Does. And that's the thing is like when you talk him out of it, you're like, dude, it's Halloween. Go upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> There's free candy everywhere. Why would you want to eat sewer candy? You idiot. <laughs> and the kid's like, you got a point. I'm not going to eat this sewer candy. <laughs> Well met. <laughs> no. I I don't really care what day of the year it is. I mean, never. Yeah, there's no no. Never yeah. eat sewer candy, kids. It yeah. could be the little opposite six month away from mm-hmm. Halloween. Don't eat the sewer candy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just don't. Yeah. Uh, it was a free game in May 2016. There oh, you go. Thank you, Chuck. So, yeah. Yes. I mean, I would rather you go up to a van. Yeah. And get your candy than sewer candy. Yeah, at least Literally that candy's yeah. probably clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen after might be bad, right. but the candy is going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I played. That's the, a no quarters tip. Yeah. <laughs> I played the entire game keeping candy corn in my party because I wanted to get all the achievement points in the game. Uh huh. And candy corn basically does not fight. Oh, candy corn will stand there and like the he'll draw the attention of the enemies. The enemies will attack him first, mm-hmm. but and they won't. Well, they won't. They'll sometimes they'll attack you, but not necessarily. They usually go for candy corn. But there's always a message that pops up above candy corn that's like you know, candy corn is above this, or you know. <laughs> <laughs> candy corn is done with your mess you know it would just like keep saying like little phrases about candy corn and then eventually they just get into stuff like 
candy corn was invented in Pennsylvania. You know, and they're just like giving you trivia about candy corn. So sure. keeping candy corn in the party became like, all right, what other stuff are they going to goof around with with candy corn? See, I think it would have been funnier if like in the battle, no one would ever fight, would ever touch candy corn. Yeah, because it's garbage. It's, it seems more accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they do say uh, candy corn wrong. is empirically better than circus peanuts. Oh, here we go. Something I'll like go that. I'll, and I'll I was like, that. I disagree That's... with your premise, but I, I, I will. Yes. I would eat sewer circus peanuts before I eat regular candy corn. That's no, kind no. of more <laughs> You're an idiot. So no, circus peanuts rule. But anyway, no. candy, <laughs> circus peanuts bottom of the candy. Yeah, candy. and then they mentioned pineapple on pizza, and it all went to hell. Oh and, well, yeah. No, but it's that game's cute. If you have it, it's worth playing. Especially, it, it gets that Halloween vibe right, and I like that you're trick or treating in a bayou which is pretty cool. But I mean, it's not essential by any means. Hmm. So, you know, I do. Yep. And since I have to leave before the second half, I'll just get my last thing in that. I've been playing a whole butt ton of the past like (laughs) weekend. And that is middle earth shadow of Mordor because shadow of war was coming out. And I was like, man, I have shadow of Mordor on like literally every system for some reason. So Mm -hmm. I should give it a shot again. And I can't figure out why everyone ripped Mad Max, a new asshole for being the same missions over and over where, and yet shadow of Mordor was a goatee on a bunch of sites because shadow of Mordor is basically here's your mission. Go kill this orc. Mm -hmm. Here's your next mission. Sneak in and kill this orc. And here's the other mission. You want to ride a Karagor and kill this orc. (laughs) They're all killing orc. Every mission in the entire game, and this is an open world game with a whole shit ton of missions, is go kill this thing and it'll move you along. And the only reward you really get is XP to buy more skills for killing orcs. So I'm kind of not understanding Does like this why Mad ha- Max got the shaft and this game didn't. Does this one have the thing where you can it, dominate an orc it has uh yes but you don't get that till later in the game okay all right but yeah but initially but it is basically like you're just running around this samey looking world killing any orcs you run into but it has batman combat so you're like all That's right good. however it's batman combat if batman was like all right i'm gonna stab a dude between the eyes yank the sword out and then chop his head off for good measure I like it. You gotta yeah. be sure, man. Yeah, you gotta fuck that 40 beats per minute bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> this is like if Batman was like, all right, fuck it, murder time. Yeah, the, yes. But that's dark, what the, Shadow Mortar is. The darkest night. Yeah. <laughs> and that part's satisfying, and that's part is why I'm still playing, is because I've kind of figured out like the combat system. Like the timing was different than Batman, I'll say that. Like the countering stuff just isn't the same, and the camera fights you a lot. Like the the camera in Batman is a lot better about, all right, where you're tracking here. So we're going to do this. Whereas this one, you can almost like be punching at the camera and you can't see the guy you're hitting. And that really throws me off sometimes. And I'm not sure why that's so glitchy in that one, but it's fun killing orcs. And I just wish there was something else to that game. And it almost feels like they thought the nemesis system would fix that. Like, he'd be like, oh, I want to kill that guy because he recognized it. You know, he's like, oi, Ranger, mm-hmm. you ran away last time, but I'm going to stab you in the dick now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And 
I always liked that they would be like, hey, you burned my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Now I'm pissed. Here I come. You know, and they yeah. would just still be smoking. <laughs> I guess my problem is like, I saw so many of those fucking guys mm-hmm. that they like, it just didn't register. Oh, that's the one I kicked into the fire. <laughs> You know, it was just like, oh, oh, there's oh, that really? guy talking. There's an orc talking shit at me. You yeah, got a okay. problem, buddy? All right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, I'm just going to fucking stab you in the dick, too. Come on. So, yeah. <laughs> stab you between the eyes and then chop your head off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there was one, like, one of the missions was, you know, just, it was this bonus thing where it's just like, all right, fight this guy and get a powerful rune. I'm like, okay, I'll fight that guy and get a randomly generated rune. And this guy, like... His only weakness was you had to use the execute move, which you can only get once your combo's over eight, mm-hmm. and that would whittle him down. But I kept killing all his buddies too fast, or I wouldn't get the, um, you know, I wouldn't get the the execute move. Or when I'd use it, it wouldn't target him; it would target one of the guys, and so I'd kill them. And then I just could not do any damage to this guy otherwise, because literally none of the other moves would work on him. So I kept dying to him because I killed off all his buddies too quickly. And had like no way to hurt him anymore. So I actually had to kite him around until I found more guys that would join. So I ended up fighting like four other captains at the same time, murdering all of them <laughs> just so I could kill this one asshole with a counter move. And so it is kind of like my Mad Max. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. You kite yeah. dudes around until you can chain a 368 uh, hit combo in. Yeah. And- yeah. So you can get your business. Yeah. And I mean, I know that game that that shadow Mordor came out a year before Mad Max, but it just, to me, it was like the world that's in Mad Max is just way more compelling to me. And driving around was way more fun. And just having, um, having, Oh my God, what your mechanic, what is his name? Why can I not remember his name? Oh, now? Um, um, uh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. But he's better than like Lumpy rat bag or... in, he, he in is. shadow Mordor yeah. or, or your sullen ghost elf thing. <laughs> Which I also can't, like, I, I know I haven't beaten the game yet. My name but, is Sullen Ghost. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I can't figure out in that game I'm here to lose. why the hell the guy, the the dark hand of Sauron does what he does to you in the beginning of the game. Because he basically kills your family, he sacrifices them, and then does some blood sacrifice killing you, but says, oh, well, you'll get resurrected, you can never die. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're the guy who's killing all the orcs. Why would you want to have this guy running around? And link him to a ghost, sullen ghost elf guy. I'm sure you'll find out near yeah. the end of the game. The story is not the best in that game. No. <laughs> I, I mean, it almost feels like they felt like the nemesis system would take the place of a story. Pretty much. You know? I, I ignored the story when I played through Mordor. I was just like, whatever. The The mechanics of this are fun enough. Yeah, but yeah. you also like actively dislike Lord of the Rings. I do, but I, I still liked that game enough to complete it. Right, but yeah, but I'm saying like you just inherently don't care about the story. I I don't, but I can still recognize when it's a badly told story versus the other Lord of the Rings stuff, which is a better told story. Yeah, the, but the I'm Mordor saying, stuff was just shoehorned bullshit. It was just like, how do we squeeze every inch of Middle Earth out of this? And it's like you guys are just making shit up. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and because apparently the second one is just like, man. What it's like, what if we didn't make up that shit in the last game, but made up this shit in a different way? <laughs> Let's yeah. do this. I, I, I'm still interested in the new one, but I, I'm not getting it anytime soon. I just, I would hope that the missions have more variety because that is my main complaint is I, I really like, I can see like when you talked about Mad Max, you were like, 
I'm doing the same thing over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I feel like playing this game that I never really felt that playing Mad Max. And I think maybe it's that similar thing where I should only play for an hour or so and then be like, all right, I'm going to do something else. I think maybe the difference for me between those two games is, it, well, I mean, one, they came out so close to each other by the same company. And yeah. it was like, come on, guys, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Wait, um, you're talking about Just Cause and Mad Max. No. Well, they were both Warner Brothers games. Yeah, yeah, Mad Max and oh, well, I mean, Mordor Warner. I mean, yeah. I meant studio-wise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. But, I mean, like, Mad Max just seemed like it had so much empty space in it, whereas you don't have to run around in Mordor that long before you're fucking getting attacked by orcs. Mm-hmm. Mad Max is yeah, just like... Yeah, everywhere you go, you're going to yeah, get attacked by orcs. Mad Max, you're just driving around like, what am I doing? What's... What's out here? Why well, you're I, in Mordor. I, I know. <laughs> I understand. That's why I'm just saying why I preferred one to the other. Was Throughout because the Shire, you're not going to run in all those orcs. Well, it's not in the Shire. I know. It's in the yeah, shadow. Mordor. Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, it just, it feels like, it feels like a game full of filler. Hmm. And I, I, I mean, I like the Nemesis system, but it's, to me, it's just kind of like, and some people have said maybe I was just too good at the game and that I was just killing everything. Mm-hmm. And that that wasn't letting, giving me the experience of having a guy go, Oi, I'm sick of killing you, Ranger. <laughs> Yeah, you should let a guy kill you. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but then you got to sit through that animation of all these guys getting promoted and, mm-hmm. the, you know, this guy fought this guy and, oh, that guy fled and, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> five second animation. <laughs> <laughs> it's five seconds, but then when seven or eight of them happen, you're up to almost a, a minute. And, all right. Yeah. So instead of getting good like all the other games, you need to get bad. At this yeah, you game. need to Maybe? get worse. Stop being maybe stop. I'm just good. I'm glad the combat is good and it never gets old fucking like just eviscerating an orc. But they're goddamn right. They're good for killing. Yeah. (laughs) Or when sullen elf guy, when you do like the whole thing where you suck their mind out, Mm -hmm. he's like, suffer me. (laughs) I'm like, dude, (laughs) you need to lay off the coffee. (laughs) Sullen elf ghost. Yeah. Chum bucket, by the way. Yeah. That's your, that's your Mad Max chum guy. bucket, yes. Chum bucket, that's, yeah. Solen God, and I love that guy, and I could, why couldn't I remember his name? I don't but know, because anyway. it's been like two and a half years. Yeah. Since yeah. Played that I game. kept going like rat face or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I know Ratbag's the guy that yeah. you kind of, the orc you befriend, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And also like, and this is a Lord of the Rings thing. I really hate how shitty all humans are to Gollum. And the and the hobbits in in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. Like, but your guy is just a piece of shit to Gollum. Yeah. And it's like, I get it. Like he's creepy and weird, but you know, your guy's like, I'm going to cut his fucking head off, you know? <laughs> and then sullen elf ghost is like, let's, let's take a moment here. <laughs> but like, it's like your character is not likable in yeah. that. And the Gollum stuff does not help that. He's just like, Oh, I'm going to look at this piece of shit. You can't trust a piece of shit like him. Ah, it's like, guy, well, he's right. I, well, he is. I know, but. <laughs> and that's the thing about, like, I don't know. It, it's just like, it doesn't, it, it, it feels less like distrustfulness and more like bullying. And yeah. there's something I don't like about that. And they do it in Lord of the Rings movies, too. And I'm just like, ah. Well, humans in the Lord of the Rings movies are kind of supposed to be shitty. Yeah. I mean, like, Tolkien, I was think, was a misanthrope. I don't think he liked people. And so they made man, yeah. like, the most flawed of all the races, I think. Hmm. So. Yeah. Well, either way, it doesn't make me. It doesn't exactly endear me to the character. No, I know. I'm just throwing out some backstory. Yeah. I mean, yes. humans were you know, always portrayed as like the reason shit went bad. Yeah. But yeah. So, I, I'll accept that. Yeah. It. It's still. I'm. I don't know. 
it's it's a weird part that makes me uncomfortable even though i'm in a game where i'm fucking eviscerating guys every 35 seconds yeah maybe that orc just wanted to be friends like yeah yeah Boy, let's hang out. <laughs> well, yeah, there's one orc that was like Ugrug the Gentle. Cousin Nico, like, let's go bowling. Yeah, yeah. He'll show up, hey, Ranger, I like Uggs too. <laughs> They're comfortable. Ugg it out, Ranger. <laughs> oh, you killed me. Yeah. Why? <laughs> but I loved you. I wish I could quit you. <laughs> Be gentle, Ranger. Yeah. 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 It's me first time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. But anyway, you guys want to take a break? Sure. I yeah. So. yeah. Why not? Welcome back to No Quarters. Hey, second half. Still a motherfucking video game podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm your new host. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Wink Martindale. Mackie had to bail, but uh, we're going to carry on. Talk about video games. We will. I've got a game to talk about. Do you? I oh. do. Yes. Apparently, I, on looking on the list, I'm the first one to talk here. So. Oh, okay. Well, well it, tell me the name of the video game and tell, then tell me what you think about it. Okay, uh, so I once I finished my spooky movie thing, spooky movies. I wanted to play a spooky game, and spooky I was looking game. at my shelf, and I was like, you know what? I've had Alien Isolation for since it came out three fucking years. I'm gonna give this an earnest effort to really just I want to see everything this game has. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and commit to not bailing on it unless the game just really doesn't want me to play it. And so I finally sat back down with Alien Isolation. And the first thing I, I remembered was that I remember the last time I played it, the cutscenes were all fucked. They played like in 15 frames mm. per second. And so it really hurt the story. Okay. Well, they fixed that. All right. So well, that's good. right away, the game seems more like a game. It's, it seems to flow better. Uh, I was able to defeat Alien Isolation. Oh, oh, congratulations. So that game's got a lot of great content in it, but it needs to lose about a fifth of that. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of padding and backtracking and just it's it just seems like it's stretching time for no reason, basically. But for me to get through this game, I had to basically break everything I knew about video games up to this point, like how to play video games, because video games want you to look in every corner and read every audio or read every log play every audio log, you know, pick up everything that can be picked up, do all the things. Right. You cannot do that in this game. You will die. You have to just decide whatever story they're trying to tell me through the audio logs or whatever. Fuck it. I can't pay any attention to it. I just have to keep moving because Interesting. There's, there's an alien coming for you. I would die <laughs> yeah. a lot. Uh, and I realized that's what I was doing and that's why I was dying. And... I just got to the point where I was just like, I've got to move through every level. I've got to get to point A to point B, and that's it. I can't stop and do anything else. I don't know if that's maybe... I don't know if that's how they designed the game to be, but that's how you have to be to beat it. 
So I basically just had to break everything I knew about how to play a video game and do it in an opposite way. And there were levels that I played where I will be honest, I had to pull out a guide and just pause it, read the next two sentences, do exactly what it said, because there are levels in the game where they're constantly, I will say like a jump scare every 45 seconds that will end in death. And you will do 15 minutes of stuff to get to that point, And then you're dead for no good reason. And so you have to go back and remember, I've got to hug the wall in this one section to not die. But then if you do that and turn a corner, ah, you're dead. So then you've got to know, okay, hug the wall and then go way out on the other side of the room and around to get in. So it was easier. Almost like a platformer. It was. Yeah, it was. It was easier to read a guide and go, okay, now when you get to this point, you're going to want to go around the table the other way, because otherwise this thing's going to jump out at you. Because that was my biggest frustration was that you would just die because the game was be would be like die now. And that sucks. That's no fault of mine. I didn't do anything wrong. So I had to bust out a guide for that. But I don't know if it's a good game or not. It's an interesting <laughs> game. Is it broken? No. Okay. It is not broken. It's just an uber stealth game. Like stealth to the ri- most ridiculous levels. Okay. Because obviously you can't combat the alien. You just can't. The, right. the best thing is that I got to the point where I'd gotten before where I quit. The very next level, you get a flamethrower where whenever the alien comes at you, you just do a short burst with a flamethrower and it goes, ah, it runs away. That's the best. Right there, you you start to feel more empowered because you know you can walk through a room and if the thing comes at you, you can just burst it for a second and then go about your business. Right. That made it, yeah, that made it a lot better. your pants in your own corner. <laughs> yes. So, I don't know. I, I feel bad that that game didn't catch on like it should have, but also... It's just a game not for most people. You know, a ton of people were talking about it when it came out. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it at least did enough press to warrant it having been made, I guess. it It's the best modern alien game. I'll say that. <laughs> That's not a high bar. I mean, since like the arcade games, the, you know, just the platformy shooter games. Yeah. I mean, any of the, the console games i would say this is probably the best of them this is the closest to the first movie right instead of just you know being an aliens or yeah AVP game. it's not just you have all the guns and you kill all the things it, it's not that uh it's not like your colonial marine <laughs> no uh oh, you, I, you like that game didn't you no i did not oh did not the game was real fucking dumb <laughs> <laughs> anyway um uh, just one word of warning, though. There's a piece of DLC probably came with most people's initial copy of the game called Crew Expendable, which is the old... It's all the actors from Alien, and you're kind of recreating certain moments from Alien. Uh, never play that if you're a fan of the movie, ever. Is it garbage? You want to hear people phoning it in, like literally phoning it in. Like, if you ever do liked... You, do if, you hear a ring in the background? And if like- you ever liked Tom Skerritt, don't listen to this man perform his lines in this game because oh. I swear to God, they found him somewhere, shoved a piece of paper in his face and said, read this. He reads it wrong, puts the inflection on all the wrong words. And they're like, that's all the time we have. And they use that audio in the game. And you're like, oh, man, <laughs> it's the only person who cares is Yafit, who's like 90 years old. 
he sounds 90, but he's still gung ho for whatever he's doing. He's having a great time. It's just that he sounds like he's 90 years old. Um, but yeah, everyone is just like, I can't believe we're doing voices in a video game. So that's so weird. I wonder, uh, it's strange. I I, wonder if they were like, just committed to that. Maybe. And they're like, ah, we have to do it. Even if it's bad. Yeah. It, it's, it hurt like playing through it. I was just like, oh man, this is, I feel bad for these people. I don't know what, what has happened to them, but yeah, don't play that. But if you can, if you can stomach intense stealth action, then play alien isolation. Just maybe use a guide. Okay. See all the things. They do some real cool shit along the way. Well, speaking of intensely atmospheric, uh, experiences that are several years or more older, Uh uh, (laughs) <laughs> wow excellent a, segue yeah thank you thank you and I, true. I made it myself uh, you can see because all the scenes call are, you dean cayman scenes, <laughs> that segue oh. was so good <laughs> yep segue was a fine product it was just misrepresented much like my segue um so anyway speaking of intensely atmospheric uh, video games where you can control a character. Um, <laughs> right now for the uh, pile of shame uh, stream, I am I'm playing Bioshock the first. I finally, finally, finally figured out a way around. Yeah, how'd you get around them rules? Well, the interesting thing is when you are using something like OBS to just capture your screen mm-hmm. and you're playing Bioshock on a personal computer, mm-hmm. they can't really stop you. They can't stop the signal, Chuck. Oh. Yeah. PC Master Race. Yeah. <laughs> so finally, that's like the best use I've had for my PC so far Okay, uh, since I built it, other than copious amounts of porn. But um, sure. so I'm playing Bioshock, y'all. All right. <laughs> and I've actually, like, I don't, know if I just needed to get good at video games or um, or what really happened between the first time I tried to play it like several years ago and now but I have progressed beyond the point that I made that I made it my first playthrough so I'm doing a lot better and I'm actually liking it a whole lot better this playthrough Um, I don't know if it's the fact that I kind of have to keep playing it because I'm playing it for the stream or or what but um, the combat is still real janky. Um, it's just, it's, I think that's just the era. Yeah. It's, it's gotta be the era before we really, really figured that out. Like I discovered, and I had, I'd never known this. If you press in the right stick, uh, it will actually do the, uh, aim down sights on mm-hmm. your gun. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it tells you that anywhere in the game. Um, but that is also bad. <laughs> like I know I know why they did the left trigger right th- trigger or trigger thing for the plasmid slash gun but um it's really awkward compared to how how we do things now um but having gotten to the point where I have like more than one plasmid and I have a bunch of guns and I kind of know how to move in the world the combat is a lot less shitty than it was when I first went through it cuz the first time I played through it, I think I ended up with like a pistol, maybe the shotgun and one plasmid. And I was like, I have no idea how I'm supposed to make it through any of this, mm-hmm. especially trying to fight the the big daddies. Um, Cause those things are really difficult, but I've kind of like, I don't really have a per se, a strategy yet for them, but I 
have been able to defeat several of them. Well, maybe not several, three or four, a few of them. Um, okay. Whereas before, I'd only managed to accidentally kill the one, and the, the second one that you come across was the one that basically made me stop playing the game. Um, but it's cool. Uh, I, I, I know the spoiler on Bioshock, but... Um, and I'm not listening to any of the audio logs because in this in this version you pick them up and they don't play automatically. You have to tell them to play, so Ugh. you can just. Well, it's great because you don't have to just sit through the fucking audio log. Because um, I don't want to sit through an audio log, so I'm missing all the auxiliary shit. But um, I'm still picking them up. But uh, I'm enjoying it. Like I, it looks really good despite being a you know pretty old game. It's what. Is it ten years old now? Two thousand seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, like it, it looks really good. I'm playing it on fairly high settings. Um, I could probably go all the way up to nuclear high or whatever because it's ancient. But um, I don't want to stress this this poor computer no. trying to stream and and run this game at the same time. Uh, but it looks really good. And aside from the fact that it's kind of clunky, it it works fairly well. You know, everything runs fairly smoothly. I like it. Um, I'm actually excited to to keep playing it and to kind of try to... I don't think I'm going to finish it in the next four or five hours that I have to, to play it on stream, but I do look forward to actually trying to finish it. It's, it's pretty cool. It's not that is, long. Is, is your plan to do the others, the other two? I don't know, maybe. Okay. I mean, I mean, I too did absolutely nothing for me. I mean, I hear Minerva's Den DLC is good, but as do I. Um, but man, Infinite is so good. Yeah. So, I mean, the the only game series that I really plan to finish with the pile of shame thing is Uncharted because I'm really enjoying playing through the Uncharted games. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't really have a have a plan with the Bioshocks. Like, I'm tackling the first one because it's you know. It's sort of an iconic game, and it's one of those that I need to, you know, to make me a more well-rounded gamer. I need to have played through as much of this as possible. So, yeah. um, but I don't have plans with the other two. We'll see. Maybe if I get to, um, I'm just saying you should play get to the end of the Uncharted stream or no stream. I think you should play Infinite. Okay. Yeah, I I want to play Infinite again just to see why the world has turned on that game so hard. Like, it has suddenly become like this, man, I thought Infinite was good, but boy, was I wrong. What a piece of garbage that is. And I'm real curious as to why that is. I don't know if it's just hot takes or <laughs> or what. Uh, I, I, know the, I know the world of Bioshock Infinite is a garbage world, yeah. but I don't think that's a knock against the game. I think it's, de- it's designed to be a garbage world, and you're trying to get the fuck out of it. <laughs> that's what I think. I, that's what I recall. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it... I... Who's to say? I mean, you've got you've got religious aspects in the game, which, you know, is controversial in and of itself. Mm -hmm. And then I think it's like people kind of took the it's one of the latest games to feature like helpless damsel in distress with big, strong man who has to save her. Yeah. Kind of thing. Just, you know, just because it it, when it came out of that era. Yeah. Of that era. You know, I I think I don't know. I'm just I'm curious because I you know, when I played it, I was like, man, this is amazing. And then all the hot takes came out, and I'm like, "Why?" Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, should we should we do I some some hot quick takes? Oh yeah, 
Quick takes, not hot takes. Oh, Quick some takes. of them might be hot. Yeah, they could be. Right. At least lukewarm. Coming in hot. Huh? Uh, well, starting off, uh, I uh, I picked up Agents of Mayhem. Yeah. Hey, um, that's that purple game. It, yes. <laughs> Uh, it, existing somewhat in the Saints Row universe, uh, Volition's last game, Agents of Mayhem. Yeah. Um, first off, let me start with my hot take just overall. Uh, you love purple. Well, I do love purple. That's the um, hottest take. I, I, I feel, I'm going to preface this with a little disclaimer first. I feel bad that people lost their jobs at Volition. Okay. However, it's Volition's own fucking fault. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. This is a hot take. Damn. I believe that. It is a case of this studio was living game to game, mm-hmm. and instead of like taking money that they made off of Saints Row and socking it away for a rainy day or a possible failure, mm-hmm. uh, they were just pumping all their money into every single game they were making, mm. which is a terrible business model. Um, and it kind of they they reaped what they sowed um, because this game is big and crazy and unnecessarily polished mm-hmm. like it didn't need to be th- i mean let's face it like we were having that discussion of like it's indie games or triple a games that's all there is anymore and and volition was supposed to be sitting in that like b tier game area yeah and this felt like they were trying to make a triple a game mm-hmm. this in terms of polish um and i like i said i i'm not wishing anyone have i'm not saying like oh good thing you lost your job fuckwad you know i'm saying like your studio was par- obviously poorly managed because they must have pumped every freaking dime they made off of a saints row into this game hmm. um also it's it's a little weird because every game that's chasing i'm not saying this is 100 percent overwatch model but it, it's in that vein like it, this is straight up battleborn that's Again. what that's the vibe I got the first time I saw it. Yeah, I mean, it was like, oh, they're making one of those. Yeah, and 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 a class shooter. <sighs> yeah, it's like so many things that are popular and everyone's like, do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that happens so much in the it, games it, industry. It does, though. but like uh, really, m- all the media industries. But yeah, yeah, and I just don't, I don't understand why these ones chasing this sort of Overwatch vibe are crashing and cratering so hard. Um, I'm not saying Agents of Mayhem is bad. Let me, let me backtrack and say that. Um, I I think its objectives are much more clearly defined than than Battleborn. I got into Battleborn and I was like, I what? Yeah. <laughs> um, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. What the point of this game is? You haven't taught me a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this one at least I understand. It's like here's your here's your characters, and and then the other big thing they do is they don't overwhelm you with characters. Like I felt like Battleborn was like right off the bat like. There were like 30 characters in yeah. Battleborn. I mean, and you had no idea what yeah, any you, of them do. You didn't there, get them there's all. There's a fucking mushroom. You didn't get them all in the very <laughs> beginning of it, but it, you got more and you got them faster. Yeah. This one at least is like, here's three people. Like, you know, you, you basically take a team of three out every time. You can swap on the fly between them. You know, if like health's getting low and she's like, oh, you know, D-pad over and I'm, I'm controlling the next person. They just kind of drop in. Um, and then you unlock other characters and, you know, you rotate them out of your party or whatever. Um, but it sounds a, cool. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's just nobody has like I haven't come across anyone where it's like, oh yeah, this is my character. Like n- nobody has had like had a skill or a trait or uh, uh, even a personality where I'm like, yes, they're coming along for the entire ride. Mm-hmm. And Saints Row worked because it was the other characters like carrying you along. Your 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 character was 
practically a blank slate, you know, except for when it got, you know, later games got more jokey when you pick your voice you wanted to be and, you know, you got different dialogue no, things. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I'm not saying that they need to make another Saints Row game. I think I think Saints Row was naturally done. Um, I, this is just this is a weird this is a weird decision like I to, to go like this whole hog into this game. And I admittedly have not put a ton of time into it, but it's also like not coaxing me into playing it either, per se. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, that that's that's pretty much the extent of my hot take is like this is very much a case of like the studio done fucked up. Like they they were just living paycheck to paycheck while making games. So no no fault of no fault of the people who designed the game. No, no fault of the game itself. No. Just yeah. It's just it just didn't catch. I mean, like I mean, I think people are like. I don't want the Overwatch model, and if I do, I will go play Overwatch because there's nothing wrong with it, yeah. <laughs> you know. Or and I and, and and or I don't want whatever this, you know. Let's say more generic, this hero shooter. Like it's, it feels like everyone's trying to make a hero shooter, and and nobody's buying it. Like nobody wants it except unless it's Overwatch. Like I haven't I haven't heard of any of them that are like even remotely successful. I mean, I think that's kind there's of there's one called Paladins. At the- I think that's a free to play that seems to be doing fairly well, but other than okay. other than, other than that, not really. Yeah, but I mean, isn't that kind of what? Um, oh man, that's just fucking. Really, isn't that kind of what Lawbreakers is? And Lawbreakers, I don't even yeah. know Lawbreakers what Lawbreakers is like. Is. Not even out yet, and it's yeah. fucking dying. Yeah, like dying hard. Like I, I heard there was one day in the middle. Granted, in the middle of work day, worldwide there was ten people playing. Yeah, enough enough for one match. <laughs> wow, like, worldwide. Mm-hmm. And like Lawbreakers is on early access. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. But it's that's Cliff Blazinski's new game. Oh, and, <laughs> well, yeah. Fuck that guy. What? <laughs> all, right, all right. I don't know. I vaguely remember like, some sort of Cliffy B hate. Oh, well. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I mean, he I don't wrote have the, any actual. He, he had that like anything. developer rock star attitude for a little while when Gears of War was hot shit. You know, so yeah. I suppose that's. Oh, you know what? I I think I was thinking of the other dude that bankrupted Rhode Island. Or Delaware, <laughs> Vermont. What? No, Vermont. The, the pitcher. Yeah, the pitcher. Yeah, that's who Kurt I was. Schilling. Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling. Yeah, fuck that guy. But you loved his game. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. But he also left Vermont on the hook for like a billion dollars. Might have been Connecticut. <laughs> Maine, a small maybe. New England state. <laughs> the problem was he didn't get out and do enough advertising. He wasn't yes. shilling the product. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> he was Kurt in his shilling. Yeah, he was. That was the problem right there. Yeah. No, he's, I, he's I, also a dick. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> yeah, I... Hmm. Yeah, I, like I said, I, I don't... I almost have no opinion on Agents of Ahem. Like, it's... There are funny things in it. Like, it, it's not it's not slapping me in the face with the Saints Row humor so far. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, my favorite thing is whenever there's a loading screen, a, a random member of the team comes on and basically gives you, like, a the more you know type speech. Oh. And, and, it, and it always is punctuated with like a something sort of like a the more you know logo, but it's like, and it just goes, Agents of Mayhem! <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's been my favorite thing in the game so far. Yeah. And, and I do like one of the starter characters named Hollywood because he's just the, I'm a fucking movie star, like, you know, selfie, you know, like, dumb shit. I don't know why that, just that arrogant asshole character I always think is funny in the game. But yeah, I... I will play more of it. It's just like I've got so many other things that are drawing my attention right now. Yeah, I'll pick it up when it's cheap, which I know doesn't help the studio, but I'm yeah. sorry, guys. It, well, <laughs> it's there. nothing's going to help yeah. it anyway at this point. Yeah. 
Well, it's um, there if you were PCing it. It's, oh, well, okay. <laughs> it was twenty dollars. That's why I picked it up. Oh, oh okay. Oh. Huh. Yep. Well, the fire sales have begun. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, let me talk about a game that's a hot fire. Wait, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Um, because I I kept getting Crackdown and Agents of Mayhem mm-hmm. confused. Yes. Like, because I'm an idiot. When does Crackdown three come Next out? Next year. Next sometime, year. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's on. It's on. It's on the maybe pile. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to be out now. Like we should be playing it now, but they okay. they done fucked up. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no, that's fine. Interrupt your. No, here's my quick take on this next game. Go. Y- y'all know me. Y'all know. <laughs> yeah, we do. I will go out of my way to defend a game. Hot garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot do that with this game called Roundabout, which made me so mad. I I have not deleted a game from my hard drive so quickly. Really? Yeah. Did you pay for this game? I either I did when it was super cheap or it's part of the Xbox Game Pass. So I've had okay. it on my hard drive for a while. I don't know I don't remember where it came from. Uh I picked it up because ostensibly it's a full motion video game, mm-hmm. which that appeals to me because those okay. are real dumb. But the framework around it is this kind of like game jam programmed in 48 hours kind of dreamcast looking dumb bullshit where so you're a limo driver you're obviously a lady but your name is Giorgio for some reason and you're just you're just picking up dumb characters to drive them around the hook of the game is that for whatever reason your limo spins in a circle instead of going in a straight line so you're trying to navigate through neighborhoods and roads but your game, your your car is rotating as you're moving forward or backward. So, and if you hit something, anything in the world four times, you explode. So you've got to navigate traffic and obstacles and stuff to get where you're going, except that your car is spinning around in a circle. It's not remotely fun in any way, shape, or form. It is irritating with a capital I. And the full motion video stuff is beyond poorly acted, like not even in a charming wink wink kind of way it is the worst is it just dry yes it's oh. it's it's people literally like you the the lines are probably taped to the seat in front of them and they're not this like first take let's just do this like there's no no one's hamming it up nothing i just i i have not had a game rub me the wrong way in so long and this one was just like man i hate this I fucking hate this. And you even like that Fast and Furious Showdown game. That game's fun. Which is the worst game ever produced. I beat that game. I (laughs) saw the final credits roll on that game. And this was just like, man, no, I can't. I cannot do this. This is bad. This is a bad video game. People really don't agree with you. Well. By and large. This game has really good reviews I, everywhere. I have no idea okay. why. Right. I really don't. I just, it was immediately frustrating, and I saw no way. I just saw no way out, so okay. I had to delete it. <laughs> but. Well, all right. Ah, uh, it was sad. That's weird. Like, I have a vague recollection of having heard of this game, or perhaps seen a little bit of video from this game, but I, it's not been on my radar at all. It came out a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. And I vaguely remember, like, people saying, like, hey, there's a new full motion video game out there. And I'm like, hell yeah, let's do this. And no, no, just no. 
Well, you'll have to wait for for the uh, Chuck Tingle universe game for the, your next for your good full motion video. Yeah, I should do that. But this was not. It's it. coming. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, hard. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Well, let's go on. Let's move on to some more hot takes here. Uh-huh. Quick takes. Mm-hmm. Um, hot Tacoma. Yeah. <laughs> shit. I I picked up Tacoma. Um, yeah. I I um. The latest from the Fulbright Company, correct? Yeah, I, I got a I got a coupon for having owned uh, Gone Home, right? Um, and I was like, all right, I think it's time to buy Tacoma. Was it twelve bucks with the coupon or something like sure. that? Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I have nothing against Tacoma. It just, man, I I don't know if I've I've ever started a game at completely the wrong time and mind frame. What is probably a good game at like the completely wrong time? Like, did you start it at like one a.m.? No, no, I just mean oh. like where I am like right now. Like, I fired up Tacoma and started, and like the thing about Gone Home is it's simple. Like, you know, you're just you're just rummaging through a house and picking up clues, mm-hmm. and then every once in a while, it's like, oh yeah, video game thing. Go find the code to get in here, or you know, something like that. Where it's like, here's a little bit of a challenge, of a, a kind of a puzzle you have to solve. Mm-hmm. Um, Tacoma kind of drops you in and it's like, now you've got, there's some more systems going on here. Like you've got, you're basically picking up residual video type things where you're watching conversations happen and you can pause them and like, go see what was going on with someone else while that conversation was going on. And then like watch them come together. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, just right off the bat, I, I'm sorry to say, I was like, I, I don't care. Like everything is <laughs> everything that is, these people are saying, I I could not care less, hmm. um, and that and maybe it's good, and I and I, I recognize that like I maybe just started this at the wrong time, but like I just could not get into it, and then like Gone Home grabbed me immediately. Mm-hmm. Like there was something about the the emptiness of that game, the the solitude, and the even uncertainty as to what that game was. Yeah, you know, I had no idea starting firing that game up, even what kind of game it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what anything about it. And this one's like, I think having the the kind of notion of of expecting that kind of journey is a detriment to this one, um, because like I realized I wasn't even doing a hundred percent correctly, and I'm like three conversations in, and I was like, well, fuck, I just need to restart this game because I wasn't even doing something to piece together these memories and and apparently like you can have the most boring playthrough possible because like as soon as you enter into the station really all you have to do is like download the logs that that's why you're there Mm -hmm. and all the rest of this exploration is just optional like your own curiosity in fact like the people on the radio are like don't go digging into anything We, we just need you there retrieving the logs and that's it and so in theory, your natural instinct is to go dig into everything. Of when course, somebody says that. Yeah, and but I mean, you can technically beat the game by going start download and then just sit there and watch the progress bar. Three hours, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so you have yeah you have three hours to go listen to all you want. I mean, I guess you could don't have to go retrieve the log right away, but hmm. maybe yeah. I don't know. But no, I thought there was some some sort of compelling reason that you needed to do that within a time frame possibly in the game, but. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I mean, I'm already at the point where I'm like, I, I need to start over. But finding finding the motivation to do so is just not there. And like I said, it's no fault of the game. I don't think I just, I, I, I could have had a very similar experience with Gone Home. I just thankfully didn't. 
you know, I mean, I, I understand games are, are relative to what's going on in your life and your mindset and like what you want in a game at any given point in time. I think Tacoma just hit me in the wrong time. I mean, I'm subject to come back and be a game of this year or whatever later, you know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, just, it certainly wasn't there now. So that yeah. is interesting. I've heard a lot of really good things about it. So, uh, but you're the only person that I've talked to at length about it that wasn't, or listened to talk at length about it that wasn't either involved with the creation of the game itself or fairly close to the creators of that game. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I recognize, I mean, it's all, well, it's, it's the polish is, is higher than it was on gun home. I mean, they obviously they, they took some of the things they learned and possibly some of the money and, and were able to make more right. of a game out of this um, because, you know, it's, there are bits in 3D floaty space where you know there's no artificial gravity. So like you start the game and you kind of like are, are coming in and like sort of swimming through space, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And nice. some of that's interesting. And it's just like I said, it, as soon as I started listening to these people, I was like, I was just not interested in what they had going on. And I can't, I can't explain it. <laughs> I was, they just seem like space dweebs. You know, I was like, what, <laughs> what, what is interesting? Why would I want to listen? I don't care about their lives. And, and and maybe it's because like I, whatever you know thing is in people's brains where they're interested in other people's business, you know, like gossip shit. I do not care if you want to offer information to me, I will receive it. But I do not go <laughs> looking into other people's businesses. Period. So like, if this is a game of like voyeurism or something, maybe it's just not going to be for me. You know, because like I mean, these people just started talking about boring shit and like getting a transfer, or quitting, or finding a better job and I was like whatever it's only fucking business I don't care <laughs> <laughs> Tacoma Stadion man <laughs> do your job yeah I just like listening to him I'm like you're not even fucking today anything interesting I don't care <laughs> but maybe it gets there I mean you know I'm sure it does it can't just be like yeah listen to Bob and you know Daniel from down the office you know talk about you know the latest, the latest accounting snafu and who's got the best fantasy football picks well it could be who knows well, um, I don't have a good segue, but I do have a quick take on right. Uncharted the Third. I use I, I'm using the Uncharted series as sort of my fill in for when I don't have a good plan for a pile of shame game mm -hmm. on the Monday night stream, and so I'm I think I'm a little bit more than halfway through Uncharted the Third now, and Uncharted the Third's still good. Um, Uncharted games they they they're pretty good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do have a sort of semi-master plan with Uncharted. Um, I've decided that I am going to play them as my filler until I play through the latest one, and by then there'll probably be another one out. But um, mm -hmm. So I have Uncharted 4 after Uncharted 3, and then Uncharted The Lost Legacy, and I've seen a little bit of Lost Legacy, and it looks really good. Um, I've heard good things. I've I, seen a little thing, a little about. I very much need to pick that up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I watched probably two or three hours of somebody playing it on Twitch, and I was like, "Yeah, this, this is good." Um, <laughs> it's just, it's all the Uncharted that you want, except it doesn't have Nathan Drake in it, which is kind of refreshing. Because. Um, I mean, I've been tired of Nathan Drake since, like, word one. Um, <laughs> but also, I love him. You know you know how it goes? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, something something fresh is, is really interesting. But um, Uncharted 3 so far, like I said, is pretty good. Um, they keep improving little by little on 
the things that make Uncharted shitty, but also at the same time they completely ignore some of the other things that make Uncharted shitty. Um, just like they fix a lot of little combat things, but they don't fix a lot of big combat things. Like the gun's still extraordinarily floaty. Um, and the combat flow in general is kind of bad, but they they add little things, and I, I can't even remember one to point it out right now, but um, it's it's weird how, like, it's not this, to, what to me is the squeaky wheel getting the grease. It's the, you know, it's somebody like with one of those magnifiers on top of their face and just polishing out like little tiny imperfections. They're like, ah, this is great. While like on the other side of the other side of the coin is just melting off or whatever. Um, terrible analogy, but I think you get what I mean. Uh, I'm with you. But yeah, Uncharted is pretty good in case you didn't know. <laughs> you may want to play it if you haven't before. Uh huh. And I'm on the third one. <laughs> so it's it's definitely charted territory at this point. At this point, it is yeah. heavily charted, yes. Okay. Good. Uh, shit, I don't even have a segue. I had uh, a perfect one somewhere in the middle of that. You said you had a semi-plan, <laughs> but it was in the middle of you talking. Oh, um, I, I had a plan to buy semis, and so I got yeah. There you go. I got nice. American Truck Simulator thanks to a humble bundle. Sure, a humble bundle. Yeah, brought to you oh, by IGM.com. Yeah, <laughs> it'll blow you away. Um, Can we talk about that once we're done with hot takes? Sure. Okay. American Truck Simulator. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a passing interest. Uh, oh, my God. I just, fuck. I didn't even mean to do Nice that. one. Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't. Um, just because those games looked really pretty. Like, they look like they rendered landscape and, and shit very interestingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I started playing it, I realized that I... I have the strangest phobia of semi trucks and not necessarily like being around one. It's being in one. Like there is something about the fact that driving a semi is like threading a needle or maybe even worse than that. (laughs) Uh Like driving it down the road and keeping it between the mustard and the mayonnaise is fucking next to impossible. (laughs) Like, I mean, I don't don't understand how people do that. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) Like it's, they're so fucking huge and they're so fucking wide that I don't understand how they keep them between the lines. You know, like, you know, when you when you sit in a vehicle and you have that big circle in front of you, mm-hmm. that's called the steering wheel. And okay. that's what steers the wheels sure. left and right. And you use that. Sure. Yes. You manipulate I, that left I, and right. I, I, I get that. Yes. Do you? But okay. also there, there's a lot of mass behind you. Yes. And. I I, I, I I see what you mean, though. I've played the big rig simulator thing, arcade thing, and those things are always just incredibly unwieldy. Yeah. And I've, I've driven a couple large-ish trucks, mm-hmm. and that terror I I can see being compounded very severely. And I, and I don't understand because, like, I should have known this because only a couple months ago did I drive, like, one of the largest U-Hauls you can drive without having a, a CDL. Oh, you like know? 29 footer or whatever. Yeah. yeah those things it, are yeah, freaky. F- fucking huge. And like, I, I mean, drove it from basically Atlanta to here in Jacksonville, Florida. And it was like the whole time I'm fucking like white knuckled 
palm sweating. Like anytime there was a car anywhere near me, I'm just like, keep to the right because at least I have the, the shoulder to, to rely on here. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I got it like to downtown Jacksonville, it was like, oh, fucking hell. Like, I mean, I've never, I've never, I've driven in Manhattan in a goddamn Dodge Neon and it wasn't even as nerve wracking as it was going through downtown Jacksonville. That is completely fucked up right now in a 29 foot U-Haul. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, all 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 I need to say, needless to say, is just this set off like every fucking I, I don't know what you would call it. it it's like part claustrophobia, part I, I, I don't know. I just like everything was just like ah, this is so unnerving. I can't play this, and I, and apparently it has a VR version, which mm-hmm. I'm just like nope, fuck that, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I wonder if nope. that would be easier. I don't know. Maybe I I don't know. But did you at least honk the horn a bunch? I, I did. I okay. honk the. I, I tried to make Optimus Prime as best I could with my starter trucks, and uh, yeah, I tried to roll out, and I, I got I jackknifed a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> did you get it on Steam? I did. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it a shot. Sure. It it is pretty. I will give it that. Um, the, the I'm hoping at some point that like a distance thing, because like it felt like, hey, go over here. That's 40 miles away, and it was seemed like I was there in like two minutes. Well, driving. Yeah. well, I understand, like, but... Well, you were driving 129 I, miles an hour. I was. So. Yeah. Um, and you were on speed. No, I just... <laughs> I, I hope that, like, at some point, it, it's more like there's a long-distance, like, straightaway part. I mean, maybe that's not fun because that's not video gaming, but it just seemed like a lot of mine was like, all right, go through this small town with this giant truck, and then uh, our loading dock is between two dumpsters and between two <laughs> yeah i mean it's just it's like the the most like tiny space you're like yeah just back that truck up on in there and like hey just fuck off now <laughs> i'm like I'll get, you get the fucking forklift and I'll, i'm parking right here in the street <laughs> but uh, yeah that's that's american truck simulator okay uh, <laughs> pretty good yeah uh speaking of claustrophobia <laughs> i don't know uh-huh. i just we're gonna keep trying these stupid segways until one works okay um i picked up well i didn't pick up i i'm borrowing another <laughs> game uh it may have even been the last no quarters i was lamenting i know i've mentioned it on several points in, in our no quarters history that mm-hmm. i lamented the fact that like dungeon keeper never really continued on um that you got you got dungeon keeper one and two mm-hmm. and evil genius and then basically nothing for like 10, 15 years. And then Dungeon Keeper was like, hey, we're coming back. But guess what? We're a free-to-play game. And everything about that was like, ha-ha, guess what? Fuck you. Um, <laughs> right. So I, I basically still just always like, man, I really like the... It's almost like passive base building because you're not really controlling people. You're just like giving them rooms and motivation to do the things that you want them to do. Mm-hmm. Um and I just there's something about that that I really missed. Uh, I'm saying all this to say that I discovered that there's a series that is basically knockoff Dungeon Keeper. Um, it's called Dungeons. Okay. And they made uh, there are now three of them. Uh, first one came out a while back and uh, was apparently not good and broken in a lot of ways. And then they just kind of more or less abandoned it and said we're making a sequel and it's going to fix everything. And that's what I've been playing is Dungeons Two. Mm-hmm. Dungeons 3 just came out this past week, which is what actually put it on my radar. I was looking around and reading, and it was like, hey, you like Dungeon Keeper? Maybe you want to try Dungeons 3. And I'm like, what, what? 3? Like, <laughs> there, there's others? Like, and Apparently, yes. <laughs> so uh, I found Dungeons 2 lurking in Mackie's uh, very large but very unused Steam library <laughs> and um, decided, well, you know, before rather just blindly pick up this new one, I'm going to try Dungeons 2. Mm-hmm. I played a lot of Dungeons 2. Do tell like a lot a lot like I've 
only discovered it like four or five days ago, and I think I already have between 10 and 20 hours. Okay. Um, yeah, it's That's a lot. It's fun, and I like it, it's given me this thing that I haven't felt in games in a while where, like, when I'm not playing it, I want to be playing it, even while I was playing South Park, which is good. I was like, I kind of want to be playing Dungeons 2 right now, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep sticking with South Park. So I, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a type of game that I've missed for a very long time, and this is pretty well done. I can only imagine three is even better. Um, but it's it's on the PC. It supports controller, uh, you know, controls, so I can just kick back in the chair and play it fairly easily. Um, and the humor, which was a big part of Dungeon Keeper, it was all kind of tongue in cheek. You're like, haha, we're evil, but not like, you know, we're goofy evil. Right. Um, it, it's very much back in this. And and I like that it pokes fun at other games and even itself, but like in a good way, not in like a this it's 10 years too late and you're making the cake is a lie jokes, you know, kind of way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, to the point that it's like the narrator just goes like, and so the, you know, the ultimate evil was like busy tending its chickens. And he's like, wait a second, wrong game, because chickens were the way that you kept your minions fed in the original dungeon keeper uh, so it's just kind of like he'll he'll do that wrong game thing periodically <laughs> and then he just totally fucking shits all over the free-to-play dungeon keeper because he's like oh if you want to if you want to get that construction done a little bit faster pay us 12 coins which will only cost you you know 20 in real money wait with uh, no that's the wrong game again sorry <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a free-to-play game he actually says that <laughs> yeah so i like it it's straight up dungeon keeper just change enough to be legally different um same hand control same everything except uh it's not exactly the same because dungeon or dungeon keeper was you're completely in a dungeon and heroes will come questing in and you have to defeat them this one um is all that plus there is also an overworld which is like the good good guys land and you have to go up there and when you do go up there you're you suddenly have like warcraft like controls like you can direct control your minions when you're outside of the dungeon so you kind of have to go and plunder your way around there and then retreat back to your dungeon and let them heal up or make new new troops or whatever. But so it it, it does it is kind of like the Dungeon Keeper three we never got in a way. So well, at least it exists. It does, and I'm very happy for that. Anything that keeps you from playing Diablo three uh, or more FTL? Well, I I, I got to be honest, I haven't touched FTL in a very long time. But Diablo three, you still can... played like a thousand hours of FTL. Sure. I did, however, play some more Diablo. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's what I'm going to talk about. No. Look, this this may be it for a while, unless like Becky's like, "Hey, you want to play some Diablo three? or somebody's like, "You want to play some Diablo Diablo three? I I basically went in and like re hundred percented uh, Diablo three via achievements. So what? Why did you re one hundred percent it? Well, when what, the what do you mean? Necromancer DLC came out, there were new achievements added. Oh, so you had to go All right. finish those achievements. Okay, so you just polished off the achievements for the Necromancer DLC. Pretty much, that's fine. that's not yeah, that's terrible. That's no. totally believable. Yeah, when so. I saw like, so it's entitled in our show notes, Reablo Three: The Request for One Hundred Percent. I was like, oh my god, he deleted everything and started over, or started on a new console. Oh, they'd have and- to invent one at this point. Ooh, maybe it's going to Switch. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> portable Diablo Three. Don't yeah. Skyrim it. Please do that, <laughs> Blizzard. But anyway, yeah, that's that's really it. I mean, I, I went and finished the Necromancer achievements, which on paper, like when they first came out, I was like, hey, fuck you. That's awfully specific. Like, that's some specific ass bullshit. Whereas all the old ones were like, hey, finish the game. Talk to everybody, you know, beat, get a level 70 character, like 
do this. I mean, it was all like very generic stuff you would do in playing. This one was like, hey, while you're fighting the Skeleton King, use your bone armor ability to rip the bones directly off from him. And it was like, wait, what? <laughs> and or like while you're fighting Diablo, uh, uh, one of Diablo's uh, little blood clones or whatever, use a power that costs life when you have less than 10 percent health and still beat the still beat him. Because, like, as a necromancer, you can use, like, blood powers, which actually suck your health bar away. Okay. Um, but, like, that ended up being pretty easy. I mean, I just jumped to the Diablo fight, was, like, found a power that I could just spam down my health bar. And, like, basically just kept going, kept going, kept going until it started flashing. And then just, like, health potion the fuck out of it. And, you know, and, like, you know, it didn't mean you had to, like, beat it with that killing blow. It's just you had to get down below 10% and still gotcha. survive yeah. and win. So, like... Well, I mean, you are a... Diab Pro at this point, so pretty much, yeah. But I'm just saying, like that when they first when they first announced them, they 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 sounded like really dickish achievements, and none of them were that terrible. Most of them were actually really just like excuses to go visit the new areas they created. Because like one of them was hit something crazy, like fifteen kill like fifteen of creatures in three seconds with the spear thing, this bone spear that you had. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Spears ready. It, it took just long enough to throw it that it was like, you know, you could maybe get one off per second. And I was like, how are you going to tag that many? And really, it's like, go to the new area where you can walk in there and just like shitloads of little weak ass spiders pop out or spider like creatures. Mm-hmm. And so you really just like kite them around to a corner until there's like 300 of them in front of you. You just go <laughs> straight line <laughs> one spear. And it's like, yep, ding, achievement. So nice. Yeah. Anyway, hmm. I I'm probably done with Diablo for a little while. Well, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. Yay. <laughs> you diobbed them. I did. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Yeah, good job. Thanks. <laughs> I think that's it. We we've Oh, you wanted I... to talk about something. What was it? Um You did. You wanted to talk about something. The thing that happened. Oh, the IGN uh, Humble Bundle thing. Yeah. I mentioned you, that because... Uh, you know, what do you guys simulator. think about that? I feel like that's kind of weird. It's a weird thing because... It's super weird. <laughs> so, basically... So, Humble has become a... For lack of a better term, a digital distributor. Mm-hmm. They've also become a storefront in the last... like. So, they're not just like... Hey, let's do games for charity. There's also basically here's a retail price game. Yep. Buy a retail price game now. Now I've never done that. Do they still have the slider? Can you donate any I of it? I don't know. I don't I think know. some of it is just a straight up storefront. Okay. Yeah. And so now IGN has brought has purchased a charitable entity. Like nobody gives a shit about IGN anymore, really. Mm-mm. Um but they've purchased a charitable entity mm-hmm. with a shitload of goodwill and a shitload of cash flow. Yep. That makes me worry that what we know as Humble is going to disappear in the next eight months, eight to 16 months. Possibly. Yeah. I know in the meantime, you know, I will, I've always like, I always go and mess with the sliders because I don't feel like they're, they're right. You know, it's like eighty yeah. percent to game developers, twenty or let's say seventy percent to game developers, twenty percent you know humble tip, and ten percent to charity. And I'm like, yeah, that's bullshit. I'm like, no, this is a charity thing. Like, yeah. let's pretty much completely reverse those, mm-hmm. and you might have something here, right? Um, so like, honestly, 
I have this is nothing about again this is not directed at the people that directly work for the humble organization but I almost have no problem sliding that humble tip to zero now it's like you you motherfuckers just got paid by a company that's making money you can fuck off with that humble yeah. tip thing well it's I mean it's <laughs> it's now IGN's tip right so IGN don't need the money right, exactly so I don't know it's just weird and I kind of wanted to talk through some sure. of my thoughts about it because it's it's one of those things that's just popped up within the last couple of days that Man, IGN, like, yeah, that's yeah. like that's like Walmart buying out the buying the Salvation Army, you know, it's kind of that sort of thing. Well, like, it's, I mean, the Salvation Army sucks, but it's borderline so questionable too. I mean, it's not like I I have a bigger problem. Like, I don't think Comcast should be allowed to own Universal NBC. Like, that's yeah, that's a problem. That's 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 a conflict of interest. You know, like I don't think you should be a content provider and a content creator like that is just straight up wrong well ign doesn't create content necessarily no i mean they create games press content but i mean but, the, the, but god and, oh fuck i mean this is opening a can of worms that i don't even want to but i mean on the absolute strictest on paper ethics and game journalism discussion one could argue that they could alter a review based on a game that's in their own store. Yes. That, <laughs> that you know, my friends, is actual ethics in games <laughs> yeah. journalism. I mean, that like they could be like, hey, that Humble Bundle features this game. Let's give it a great fucking review. And then when you're going, hey, is this game any worth it in this Humble Bundle? Why, yes, because IGN gave it a five out of five. Right. <laughs> yeah. It feels yeah, like mean, a conflict of interest yeah. for me. Like going to IGN right now, there is no link anywhere that says store. Right. You know, right. there is no, hey, go buy these games we're talking about. And now they own a games distributor. Yes. That's a little strange. Yeah. It's, but but who knows? I mean, who the hell knows what they're going to do with yeah, it? Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, mean if they it, also could just be buying it for a for a for the tax write-off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They I could mean, have just had some money they had yeah, to spend. I mean, it's all speculative. No, not, I mean not not for, not necessarily that. I just mean they buy it and now they have charitable contributions right. out the ass. And they can go, oh, look at all the good things we do and look at all the tax credits we get for these or mm-hmm. tax breaks. Yeah, I mean, if, they, get for if these. they have it like almost in like practically a blind trust or something like that, where it's like you operate on your own thing, you're you're not you're separate from this and we don't know what you're doing. You don't know what we're doing, yeah. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Fine. But like I said, it just it, it feels like shady shit when when two things get together that shouldn't go together. Right. You know, like, I mean, like like NBC Comcast. Like NBC Comcast. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird. I I don't want to get off in the weeds on that conversation topic, sure. but I I don't know, something something just feels off about it to me and I eh, feel stick icky. Especially like I just gave them money like 2 weeks ago and I'm like, god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> now it's IGN's money. <laughs> I, I don't care that much. I mean, I'm still going to buy these bundles when they come along. I mean, until they stop it, you know. Yeah, like I said, I'm just gonna futz with the sliders. <laughs> Guess what, IGN? You get nothing. Well, the, good day, sir. There and again, the sliders might go away next week. It's true. You know, they might decide that. Well, okay, yeah. Humble is getting eighty percent of the profits on this, and then we're gonna give ten percent to charity and ten percent to devs. Who knows? Um, so yeah, it's just something that I wanted to talk about since it was hot news. It is, and a quick take. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of quick take, are right. we going to quick and take an email from somebody? Yeah. We got an email from Jagus. Okay. 
You going to read it for us? Yeah, I got it. Cool. So uh, I'll read it. Do it. Jay says, hey, No Quarters crew. Hey, Jay. (laughs) Jay from the prequel to Fallout New Vegas here, and I finished the first chapter of Life is Strange Before the Storm last night, and I cannot stop thinking about that game. Have you played this one yet? Not before Storm, no. Okay. This is this just came out, right? Like it's still coming out. It's okay. episodic. Okay. For those unaware, it's a prequel to Life is Strange that focuses on the friendship between Chloe and Rachel that was talked about but never explained in Life is Strange. It's important to note that the developer had no involvement and they replaced the voice cast, but I honestly prefer the new actress for Chloe because she seems to have more range than Ashley Birch. One of the most interesting parts of episode one is the not legally D&D campaign that you can participate in. I did play that part, and it was a lot of fun with the DM uh, continuously screwing us over and requiring you to think fast and react accordingly to succeed. It goes to show the developer really cares about the storytelling storytelling offered in this game when something that can be skipped has detail and depth. I'm currently replaying episode one to get the stuff I missed and to see what other options are available, and I'm excited for the release of episodes two, three, and the bonus episode I get because I bought the digital deluxe edition. Anyway, if you're like me and you loved Life is Strange, just know that Before the Storm is just as good and is clearly a project made with love despite it being from another developer. Ghost Ride the Angsty Teenage Girl with Daddy Issues, Jay. Sent from my 2015 smartphone that's not an iPhone for legal reasons. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm interested because I, I loved uh, Life is Strange mm-hmm. uh, season one, maybe? I don't know what they're calling it. Uh, I don't I think know. Just that... life is strange because this, like I said, it's a prequel. So right, right, right. But I mean, I don't know if the intent is to make more life is strange. Oh, I don't know. You know, kind of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, when I when I saw some screenshots from before the storm, it it looked like the art style was all weird and different too. And maybe maybe I'm just wrong. Maybe it just didn't wasn't conveyed properly in a, in a still image. It just looked a lot less than. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if if the original. Uh, you know, devs were not involved. Maybe they used a different engine or didn't have as much polish. I I don't know. I'm I'm not saying that turned me off of playing it. It just it's like looked different. It just looked different. And I I knew about the voice actress issue, and I think that had something to do with the 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 strike. I think it's the strike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, what was that? Sag after. Yeah, sag after. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just I'm I'm kind of weird with the episodic things. Like I super very much want to be playing Batman season two. Yep. Um, but I'm just not going to, cause I don't want to wait between episodes. I lose uh, interest. I realized I waiting lo- that long. Yeah. I lose interest or like, I just will forget what the hell happened. And I mean, in a game that it feels that crucial to put all the points together, mm-hmm. th- this is a, a, a strange thing to be putting a strange type of game to be putting these episodic things out with. If you ask me, yeah. um, I know telltales like the pioneer of that, but however, to me, it's like you could release. I mean, I'm not trying to give anyone terrible ideas, but like Wolfenstein or Doom, put those out episodically. I, you know, yeah, you could have like a you can recap everything that happens in two hours of, of Doom in like a 10 second, like last time on Doom. <laughs> okay, so remember that. All right, cool. And and then I probably wouldn't get burned out of like trying to finish a fucking 10 to 20 hour first person shooter game. Yeah, you Doom know, I'd be like, like, oh wow, man, like two months. Yeah, sweet. Let's let's kill some more Nazis. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, or space demons or whatever. But yeah, and just like in these like super story story driven, like remember everything that you did scenarios. Like I've always played them like as they like after they're done, and yeah. uh, you know, I don't know what that does to their whole marketing money making. I don't know, but like I just 
I w- seems like a terrible. I wish like Telltale thing. in particular would develop them to a point where they know they can release one a month. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like because I think they make one and they're like, okay, let's start making two, and then two comes out whenever they get to it. It's like if you could be close to finishing production on most of them and then release them on a definitive schedule, I could stick with it. But when it's just like, okay, I finished that episode. When's the next one coming? They don't know. I mean, I can barely keep track from week to week on keeping up with television. Yeah. I mean, that's all. I mean, I I don't know if I'm just getting older if like, or maybe I just I care. I I pay too much attention. Like I need the details. And maybe some people are just like Mm -hmm. "Eh, passive. I don't know. I live in the now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and also, too, like the Telltale engine is still so broken that when they do run there previously on, it's it freezes or janks out. And you're like, okay, now I really have no idea what happened. So, but no, long story short. Yes, I very much want to play before the storm, but uh, I want the whole experience pretty much. in. I mean, not one sitting, but one continuous playthrough stream. Yeah, I I like the I still like the concept of episodic content, but not when they're three months apart. Yeah. That's I mean, crazy. I think I, I like, I like what you're saying. It's like, do what they do basically with the game of Thrones is like, finish the whole fucking thing. And then you can release it weekly. Yeah. You know, like, and then you just know it's on a schedule. Like, all right, in four weeks, the mm-hmm. next one is coming out I'm for sure. Cause it's already done. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be totally okay with that, but no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all we got. Okay. Check us out at noquarters.net, youtube.com slash noquartersnet, twitch.tv slash noquartersnet, uh, all the rest of the stuff, you know. Yeah. There's a bunch of buttons. Check out our Discord. Go to the website to find it. Yeah, there's a button there. Uh-huh. Take Next you right to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we have a big announcement to make. We do. Oh, yeah. I guess we're going to make that announcement now. That's, we have, this is all we got left. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was your idea, so you, you go for it, Chuck. It was, it was just something I pitched, it and was everyone was like, balling. let's just do this. Um, so, as you may have noticed, it's been since July since we did one of these, and the reason for that is it's just become increasingly difficult to get everybody together twice a week, or sometimes right. more, depending on what uh, Patreon content we're putting together. So, No Quarters has kind of suffered a bit for that, because it becomes the thing that we just kind of like, ah, we'll get to it eventually at some point. So well, plus I, all the hurricanes and shit. Yeah, it's been but, it's been difficult. But it's been a chronic issue for yeah. us. Yeah, I mean, life is like a hurricane. It, it totally is. So I think what we're going to do is to start putting it on a regular uh, sub out Bamfcast slide in no quarters rotation where basically do six or seven Bamfcasts and then do a no quarters on the day where we would normally record a Bamfcast. Right. Uh, that way it's already scheduled. We were already planning to do a show that day anyway. So we're not, I don't think we're necessarily going to do one a month because sometimes none of us have played Jack all to talk about. Right. So we will get to a point where we have some content to talk about. And then in place of a Bamfcast, you'll get a no quarters. Oh, so we're not really setting a schedule. I thought you would said <laughs> that we were setting a schedule. Well, I thought we were going to do it once every six weeks. And yeah, initially it was like six or seven Bamcasts and then a no quarters in its place. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, like over the summer, none of us have anything. So normally, I, I would say it will be a routine schedule of that. But there could be some instances where we have the option to do it sooner or later. Well, we all have giant piles of shame. It's not just BJ to streaming. Yeah, I mean, any time we can. I, I feel like 
setting a schedule like we're doing seven Bamcasts and the eighth thing the eighth Wednesday is mm-hmm. a is a no quarters will force us okay to, to play games to play games <laughs> and, and have shit ready to go okay like if we know it's coming like almost any sh- anytime we say like hey when are we doing a no quarters I start cramming in games it's like I it's clear yeah. we all did yeah. that <laughs> like over the weekend we were all like I didn't hey. uh, <laughs> I <laughs> yep. just did yeah this. but you were also the I only one the, routinely playing games I did over the same bullshit that I always <laughs> dude until like well last. So the live stream, mm-hmm. I've played games three times in the last week. Mm-hmm. Before that, or three times in the last two weeks. Okay. Before that, I hadn't played a game in like a month. <laughs> I'd been too busy doing other shit. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I think I think we could manage it every six weeks. Yeah. I, I think so. We're gonna we're gonna come up with a schedule. Mm-hmm. And that is what's going to happen. Yeah. We're just letting you know ahead of time so that you know sort of what to expect out of it. Um, we'll let the people that listen to Banffcast know, which are probably the same people as are listening to this. Some. Um, some. Yeah. Uh, we will let them know, and they will probably be complaining. But <laughs> you people over here in No Quarters Land will probably appreciate it uh, more since it means that you're... Actually getting an episode. Yeah. Actually getting an episode, <laughs> yeah. And getting one like, you know... I feel I feel like the uh, you know we were actually we were commenting that usually when we go for a while with no no quarters mm-hmm. uh, we start getting the emails like or tweets of like hey where's that new no quarters I feel like this one was like stealth anger building because like it seemed like just when we announced that like all right next week this is what our plan mm-hmm. it started people to be like fuck is the new <laughs> just to me personally like, like where the fuck is no quarters. <laughs> I mean, not like directly you know, to yeah. all of us, but it was like, right. I, I know it's been a long time. It's been a well, long it time. used to be like if we went a month and a week without doing no quarters, we would start to get like, hey, isn't it time for a new no quarters, guys? Right. And this time that didn't happen until like. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that it was just it was festering. Yeah. Well, it also <laughs> didn't happen last time. No. Mm. Yeah. And we kind of pushed it even further because like, yeah. hey, no one's saying anything. So. Well, but also. <laughs> I mean, also life life got in the way. Let's, yeah, yeah. For, I, it's, it's. I want to continually reiterate that, like, this has been a year of fuckery. <laughs> in the last month and a half, you know, two hurricanes mm-hmm. and two illnesses and and the big one and the big one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's been travel. There's been all kinds of engagements. I mean, we can't keep four people in this room for one <laughs> podcast, let alone <laughs> right, let alone two. Yeah. So, but anyway, that that's what I think we're gonna do. We're gonna try it anyway. And if if everyone revolts against it, we'll we'll think of something else. But I think that's that's a way to ensure that that we won't be the only thing that's revolting. I mean the the ultimate option is that um, you guys out there in listener land just come off the ducats get. <laughs> Get that money into Patreon. <laughs> that way we can do this for, for a full-time job. Sure, yeah. yeah. And, and we don't have to worry about going to work eight hours a day, yeah. five Listen, days a week. It really gets in the way. I've seen some shit-ass Patreons out there pulling in fucking five, six figures, and these fucks don't deserve it. Right. We are good people. <laughs> Come off the cheddar, my dudes. <laughs> fucking make it rain. Make into it rain. our Patreon account. Right. <laughs> I don't really care. We only that. need enough for four adults to quit their day jobs. Yeah, that's, that's all, all we need. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not a whole lot. No. I totally mean, not. You know, maybe we can all get together in like a big brother-esque style house. I'm down with that. You know, like 
we'll put some separation and soundproofing between our quadrants. Yeah, I'm down with that. I've always I've always thought that that would be a great idea. Yeah, just the Bear Suit Studios dorm. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, get those dollars in, y'all. Bear Suit Manor. <laughs> totally live in bear suit <laughs> i would absolutely as long as we have a bear butler um yeah. or a guy who just dresses like a bear butler that'd be fine too but yes there's some of them patreon dollars <laughs> so we can um so we can do this for our for our day job right and that's so, at patreon.com slash bmf it is it is <laughs> also accessible from nocorders.net mm-hmm. that's it i think we got to get out of here yeah i think we're done i'm bj i'm chuck and i'm harlow And this is No Quarters Out. See you next time.